Testing, testing. I can hear you. Beautiful. I can't hear Dave, though. Me neither. Can you hear me now that I've turned my microphone on? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Howdy, gentlemen. Good evening. All right. Uh, so we're all recording. Um, I basically just, uh, have you guys seen these ads on Facebook for like uh, getting signed copies of books, like these fancy books? No. Like you can get like a Ender's Game book signed by the, the author Orson Scott Card or whatever his name is. Uh, I just thought it was funny because the, the commercials are different depending on what book it is. And I noticed that they had a, they had one for Fight Club. Like it's just the guy's drinking different things. So like in the one for uh, in the one for uh, Ender Scott Card's game or a book, it's uh, he's drinking like a beer. He's got like a tall beer, so he pulls it off his library and he's he's admiring the signed copy. And then the Fight Club one, he just had a whiskey. I just think it's funny that they're actually mixing <laughs> up the drinks nice. for the different books. I like it. Whatever. I just actually yeah. saw that. So. Alanek sound seems like a like a whiskey guy. Yeah. So. Uh, are we ready to start? Yeah. Advance After Combat. This is the Advance After Combat podcast. This is the podcast brought to you by myself, Dave, uh, my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a guest host that we select every month or is selected, correction, is selected by a careful combination of uh, algorithm and oracle uh, from our BGG guild. And the mystery host this month is Jeff. Welcome. Good evening. Glad to be here. So, so Jeff, have you front loaded for this? Are you ready to go? I'm I'm trying hard. I I've done I've read all of Jason's what I'm playing posts and I've been <laughs> drinking since a little before nine and nice. I, okay. Okay, okay, but but like nine your time. That's like so how long how how long have you actually been drinking for? Just a little over an hour. Okay, because if you're going to tell me AM, I was going to be really pleased <laughs> with the results. For the but PM I think we're, we're gonna, I, you gotta keep that uh, pace up. Yeah. Get up get up to speed. All right, so Jeff, um, you, you're a member of our guild, and you were at a recent convention. Do you want to give us kind of your uh, origin story on how you got into wargaming, or your, like your experience with wargaming? Sure. Um, I started playing games when I was a kid. I had a brother and a sister that were much older than me, and um, luckily they played some games with me. And my older brother introduced me to Risk, and. Um, friends then probably around sixth seventh eighth grade we started playing that and uh, about that time the milton bradley game master series started rolling out so we picked up all of those and we moved on to diplomacy and it just escalated from there now jeff did you grow up in a large metropolitan area <laughs> um let's see uh uh, I was about five miles from a town of 700. Does that count? <laughs> there you go. That's it. All right. It's a, it's a hub, international airport hub, right? 700 people. It's, 
It's the cultural center of the universe. <laughs> yeah, there's no probably no paper though. Probably no newspaper. We you do. Get to- we actually oh. have the. Okay. We have had the Winthrop News ever since I was a little kid, and now it's now it's just called the news. But uh, I'm not a subscriber. Is right. it the free one you get at Waffle House? Nope. Or you nope. have to pay for it. Prescription. Uh, wow. Yep, yep. It comes once a week on Thursdays, I think, is their day. And has like the grocery store sale bill and all. Uh, uh, they do have an interesting where the news is being read thing. It's on the back page and you take pictures of uh, wherever people are at and they take a, a copy with them. And uh, I went with my family to uh, Ireland and we. We took a picture of with uh, the Eye of Ireland in the background, holding up the paper, and made the news. That's, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. But but you don't you don't subscribe to it, so. Nope, nope. My so mom do you feel, does. Did you feel that was a little deceptive, Jeff? That you did that since you you pretended like you were like a subscriber to the paper, you took it to a foreign country, nope. and then. <laughs> nope. Uh, you don't my feel parents guilt? took the paper, and <laughs> I had taken them with me, and they were they were holding the paper, and, I, okay. and they were looking stupid. Good. So it's all in the clear. Just to clear that, I thought there might be ethical issues involved there. So, uh, so Jeff, after you kind of got into those games, like, did you have like the usual delay in gaming? Where you, as you got older, maybe uh, you stopped playing and played again, or like what kind of got you into like the modern times now where you're playing? Yeah, actually, a, a couple of them, because uh, when we went to college, um, the the gaming decreased as the drinking increased. So uh, that, that's going to be kind of died there that, for a while. That's going to be a common theme through this podcast. <laughs> as the drinking increases, the gaming decreases. Yeah. Yeah. I'll drink to that. So uh, let's see. It was probably six, seven years later. Uh, probably in the early 90s, I started again uh, with some gamer titles. Uh, I actually went out to HomerCon one time. It was a great time. And uh, if that's the one that, then, that's the one that Dean Essig runs. Is that the, the convention yep. that Dean Essig's had? Yep. And uh, Gamers Machine Shed on the edge of uh, Homer, Illinois, which is about the same size as Winthrop, I think. Oh, wow. Nice. But so then, uh, then I got divorced, and that's a theme that runs throughout my life too. But uh, the the gaming kind of dried up when the drinking started to increase again, and then probably in the mid two thousands I started back hard, and uh, it's been solid since then. So so is the basically that there's a divorce, and then you've got to get back out on the prowl, and so then the focus is we got to get it, we got to get out there. <laughs> We got to get out to the old timer yeah. and all those bars, and just not enough time yep. to play push around counters and shits. <laughs> exactly right. It's like the it's the two are mutually exclusive: drinking and gaming. I guess. Well, yeah, I guess there, there's a, maybe a, a a nexus there somewhere. But if you go too far either way, you're getting yourself in trouble. I think. Uh, so, are you currently married? Are you still divorced? I have a girlfriend. I, I've been divorced twice, um, and so I'm going a little slower this time. And but it's 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 still progressing, I guess. Yeah, just 
randomly curious. Not, not trying to pry into your social life, Jim. So, <laughs> no, I have no secrets. So that's fine. Now, so your girlfriend like basically knows about your wargaming. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Now, how how long into the relationship did you wait before you introduced her to that? Oh, maybe a year, I suppose. It was. It was oh, are you while. kidding me? You waited for a year. Well, just as you're dating, you know, I wasn't seeing her very often, and it, it's not like I brought out a copy of uh, some OCS title and said, hey, what do you think? All right, that's fair. I'm just curious. I just wanted to know. Uh, all right, so we've got this thing called a quiz. Uh, before we do that, uh, Jeff, what are you drinking right now? What do you got on board? So this was part of the preparation, too. The, the liquor's all downstairs. The game room is upstairs. So I brought a survival pack with me. I got tequila, rum, bourbon, and oh, some Malibu. <laughs> and then, then I have some Coke, some lemonade, pineapple juice, and uh, grapefruit juice. So I started out with Greyhounds. I'm drinking uh, some... I'm going to say this wrong. I know Casadori's Resposado. That's close enough. That's a, that's a good tequila. It's, it's, it, it's making a nice greyhound. And then probably move up. I saw a, a recipe for a pineapple bourbon lemonade. So I've got all the fixings. And then, then I'm a sucker for pineapple and Malibu too. So... I'm I'm set for a while. I got a big stash of ice. I should I should make it. And Jason, you haven't met uh, Jeff. He's not a small man. That, so yeah, it, that's that's what I've heard. A, a few painkillers are not going to take Jeff down. It's going to you're going to have to like it's going to be more more than your human sized dose of roofies that are going to be have to, have to take Jeff out of the game. It's it's not my wife passed out after three drinks. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff's not a small guy. All right, Jason, what do you got? I am drinking a tequila Negroni, and nice. it's almost gone, so then I'll switch to tequila. So is that just a Negroni with tequila dumped in, basically? No, tequila instead of gin. Okay. No, but that, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's basically the, all the Negroni mix-ins, and instead of the gin, you put tequila in yep. there. Yep. And how about you, Dave? That, that doesn't seem to be like a super sophisticated drink, the Negroni. No, it, I mean, because you basically just dump booze right. in. You make it and then you dump <laughs> and, a couple and it's ounces equal parts, of booze. So you don't even have to, yeah. Yeah, I suggested to my dad that part where I was like, hey, you could do the Negroni and then you put gin. He's like, yeah, I don't need like a drink to get me that fucked up. Like, like what it's like, he was outraged when I suggested the uh, the gin ad in the end. But <laughs> he you thought just, that was too much. Just drink gin. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been gin and tonics and then, mm. uh, now I'm just drinking Miller Lite, going for the classics. Very nice, Miller Lite. Yeah. Well, uh, Jeff, I'm sorry, Jason, you wanted to say something? I was just going to say, kind of tapering off a little bit. Oh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> there, there's, there's some kind of chemistry going on. We don't know we're going to meet in the end. But uh, Jeff, there is a quiz. So I just want to let you know, you don't have to take this quiz. So it's optional. So if you feel like we're bullying you into taking it or anything like that, it's absolutely something that you don't have to do if you don't want to. So it's up to you. Bullying builds character. 
So I'm <laughs> all in. Okay. So, so my, my second heart of the country would be to ask you. Yeah, there's the salt uh, of the earth, man. There are two allies you can select, either Jason or I, uh, for this quiz. So it's up to you which one you want to choose. So I thought about this quite a bit, and I think it's a win-win if I choose Dave to help me because Jason, I feel, has the better showmanship on the questioning. What the and fuck, Jeff? Are you Dave, fucking kidding me? Dave comes through on some more what? answers. Yeah. Well, no. Good that, luck, Jeff. That, that I'm going to be a big is, help on this one. And that part is true. <laughs> I do like I do like giving the quiz. Now you do do better than me, though. I and I enjoy the fact that you have just as much trouble pronouncing <laughs> the words as I do. Now let me pull it up. So, Jason, I have uh, emailed and, this quiz to you. So. This one, this one looks rough, pronunciation-wise. Hey, I also would like to add to everyone out there that I recently passed my Missouri boating safety. Oh uh, yeah, congratulations! So. So I'm ready to go because uh, we're going to, we're going to be out on the lake in two weeks and I have no fucking idea how to run a boat and uh, Lake of the Ozarks is not a joke when it comes to boating. So now I'm basically terrified. I've watched, <laughs> I've watched various videos of guys setting their boats on fire while fueling them. That's been a lot of fun. Watching them jump fun. off into yeah. the water. Don't use a styrofoam cup. I tried that one time. Or, or watch it, and while you watch the fueling attendants on the docks run away to go get help while the boat is burning and starts sinking. Is this a boat so, you've purchased, or are you renting a boat? We're, we're renting, so mm -hmm. renting a a, a, a lakefront house uh, with a dock, and then basically they're delivering the boat for two days. So we're gonna have the boat for two days. And uh, interesting tidbits um, in Missouri, um, you are not allowed to have a beer bong or a container of alcohol larger than four gallons on a boat on a waterway <laughs> unless the only exceptions it's like an asl rule the only exceptions to this rule are the mississippi missouri and osage rivers which happen to be the three largest rivers in missouri <laughs> four gallons of booze man so i'm like i'm like so it's basically like so you're reading the, the rule and you're like oh yeah that makes sense i mean like it's kind of crazy they're talking about responsibility with alcohol and like you're not even if if you get on water skis in missouri you're not even allowed to have a single beer like if you're water skiing you're not allowed to drink, drink at all um so I'm like, okay uh beer bongs that sounds bad um and then they've got yeah four gallon uh container of jim beam might be a bad idea on a boat <laughs> almost any time that's a bad idea but 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 then they have to at the end say except if you're on our three largest <laughs> waterways and then it's completely okay the fact that they call out a beer bong means that something happened on a boat with a beer bong where they knew they had to outlaw it that's very yeah, specific I wonder if it, I wonder if it's a casino type thing, like a like a steamboat casino type thing for, uh, for the exceptions. Yeah. But, but those are on the big why. rivers, right? Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Those are the exceptions. The exceptions are the Osage, oh, the I Missouri, see. and the Mississippi, which are the three biggest rivers in Missouri, I think. Uh, so we'll see. But it was funny to watch. So it was very good. I actually learned a lot about it. I feel a little bit better. It's still going to be terrifying. Basically, if you drink a beer and drive a boat, you're an idiot oh, because yeah. there is so much shit there's... that you have to worry about. <laughs> and it feels like you're going so fast. And there's no lanes and there's idiots everywhere. It's like no... where we're going, we don't need roads. Okay. So, uh, we got a quiz and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, yep. 
I'm going to divert us too because I'll be especially lispy today um, and probably for the next two or three. I'm in the middle of my whole oral surgery fiasco and I currently have Invisalign in and my orthodontist is not very kind. Um, so there's you sound you sound fine. Okay, good. I'm very yeah, self-conscious yeah. of it. Okay. Well, thank you guys. How's the air conditioner working? It's uh, it's holding steady at about 84 right now. So the guy will be out Monday to take a look at it. It's, do, it's, do you get them in? Do you get them inspected in the off season? Yeah, our our one of our neighbors owns an AC company, so he'll come over and like service it. But he told us last year, like, go ahead and buy a home warranty because you have maybe two years on the system because it's original to the house. So it's 23 years old and they should last about 16 here. So yeah, we're, that's, that's, it. Yeah. that's it for it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Do air conditioners out. have an off season in Arizona? They Yeah, it gets chilly. Relatively speaking. There you go. Iowa chili or Arizona chili? Arizona chili. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's we'll like, get, we'll like get down 45, in the 40s. 45, yeah, yeah 45. 40s. Right. <laughs> and We're still golf here at 45. Exactly. Yeah. They're, shorts. They're, they're still wearing shorts. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, and, and by the way, we have to up. get Jeff to tell us, we, we have to get Jeff to tell us pig stories because mm -hmm. Jeff has a lot of I was going to ask, there's, there's been rumors of your sure. occupation that maybe we'll get into. Yeah, we'll, we'll clarify some things. He's no, he's not currently a pig farmer. Is that correct, Jeff? I'm pretty far removed from actual labor, unless the shortage somewhere where I have to fill in. But yeah. Now, now do you feel like uh, are you? Do you not want to talk about what you do involving pigs? Is there? Is there? Are you no, comfortable fine. talking? Okay, just don't want to hit on it if it's if it's I a mean, sensitive subject. PTSD. Realize there's issues. No, that bad experiences but, uh, the industry's changing you know things that uh, the agricultural industry did 40 years ago would be so highly frowned on now that those stories won't ever see the light of day anymore you know <laughs> i'm sure they would listen gentle save, save it for the con save it for the con it, it explains why animal farm happened <laughs> that's, that's right the direct cause of animal farm <laughs> All right, Jason, so Should, hit us with that quiz. Let's quiz. It's uh, June is for Jack Assery. And it is, uh, and Braxton does say this might be a tough one, um, and he's not sorry. So it's it's time for, Great. yeah, it's time for name that opposing commander. And this is going to be rough for me just saying it. The Battle of Beneventum. 275 BC. My commander is Manius Curius Dentatus. Who is yours? Jesus. Manius Curius Dentatus. Do you know this one, Jeff? Absolutely no clue. So it's 275 BC? Yeah. God, I'm thinking like. And at this point, we're not doing the the lifelines anymore. We're just going to help. Just because it just got too. That would be great. Confusing. We're not keeping track out. of things. I'm thinking like uh, it's Punic Wars, right? And that guy sounds Roman. Nope. That predates that predates Punic so, Wars. But Beneventum. Do you think it? Do you think it's uh, uh, Alexander? 
it, it could be he's playing a lot of Alexander stuff. Um, J- the Jason, first Punic Wars started at 264. Jason, what's the guy's name again? Manius Curious. It might be C U R I U S Dentatus. I'll put it in the chat. Could this be a Pyrrhus, like the Pyrrhic Wars, where they're fighting against. Uh, Well, that looks like the guy who uh, worked on Jason's teeth. Manus <laughs> Curious Dentatus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck that guy. Yeah, I'm thinking, could it be the Pyrrhic Wars? Like where Pyrrhus came, Pyrrhus came over to the to Italy to fight the Romans? Sure. Let's go with that. That is uh, correct. Oh! Oh, yes! <laughs> Way to go. Oh. Well, you one, did help one me. For you, one. Pushed me past the, you pushed me past the Punic Wars, which I was, I was leaning in on Hannibal. No. Nice bullseye there. Yeah, that was, no kidding. That was lucky. All right. The Battle of Heron, 1104. Jesus. My commander is... Chikirmish of Mosul. Who is yours? Oh, this is definitely Crusade shit. Yeah. And you just you just played the first crusade. Chikirmish of Mosul. And what's the year? 1104. God. That's early, isn't it? That's, That's very early crusades. Early. Yeah. Do you have any idea, Jeff? No, no. You just played the first two, right? No, oh, yeah. Okay, so you want me just name the leader counters from Kingdoms of Heaven? <laughs> that, uh, okay, we got Boamond. Uh, there's a Guy. I think there might be a Guy. Uh, there's the a guy who took over Odessa 2. What was his name? Darwin? Let's, Tarwin? Let's go with Guy. Gee, I know is later too, but I, I like Gee. <laughs> Baldwin the second of Odessa. Oh, Baldwin, fuck Baldwin, not Darwin. <laughs> you're you're close though. Yeah, that's who, not who I can have anyway. But a little uh, closer to our current time, Battle of Mill Springs, eighteen sixty-two. My commander is George Crittendell. Who is yours? 1862. Is, is it Crittendell or Crittenden? Crittenden. What did I say? Crittenden. Okay. There you go. So that's the Union guy, right? I think so. Yeah. Is this, is this, is this I think, I want to say Mill Springs. Is this a uh, Stonewall Jackson battle? I'm not sure. I actually don't know this one very well. So Crittenden, isn't he in the West? Let's see, he's out in the West. And this is a hard one. So. I don't know if he's. I'm, at, I'm just playing U.S. Civil War, but it's like Curtis and uh, Van Dorn. Who else I, in the West? I'm, I'm pretty sure Crittenden is out in the West, uh, um, like Kentucky, Tennessee. So you're probably looking at like Kirby Smith or Bragg or. Uh, forest or there you go let's go brag all right namesake in it george thomas is the correct answer 
Oh, we were on the wrong side. <laughs> Confederate commander. I just know how to pronounce his name. I don't know which fucking uniform he wore. Yeah. He at least called me out on it. Me neither, evidently. Uh, Drew Thomas. Well, even if we'd get the right side, I would not have guessed Thomas. So, Kind of minor player there. Uh, the Siege of Kut, 1916. My commander is Charles Townsend. Who is yours? Siege of Kut. Some Ottoman guy. That's all I know. <laughs> it's, it's I'll, an Ottoman. I'll, I'll, say you're on, I'll say you're on the right track. It's an Ottoman. I know that sure. We got one right already, so it can't go. I'm good. So, any. No, say like Pasha. Ottoman guess, name you can guess, think yeah, of. Guess, guess like some Pasha something. Uh, Pasha third. How's that? Um, yes, here, Nuruddin Pasha. We got the right, we got the last uh, name right. I, I, think, I, think, I think that's close enough for me. Je- Jeopardy, you can, you can get away with last names. And the, the Battle of Heartbreak Ridge, 1951. My commander. This is, this is brutal. This yeah, is this brutal. a tough one. My commander is Peng Ho San, who is yours. So at least he, he gave you a, a little bit of upper hand there. Uh, you're on your own here, Jeff. So good luck. <laughs> Jeff, if you're going to pick me, you knew you didn't have to worry about the Civil War stuff. So I have already fucked up one Civil War answer. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Um, well, I just, you get past World War II and I have any idea. Not that I so, other than seeing the Clint Eastwood movie, I'm at a. <laughs> and I'm, I'm. We're going to guess the Swede. The Swede won it. Nice. I, uh, I'm, I'm ensconced in Korea right now, but it's, it's uh, Clovis Byers. I, I wouldn't have gotten that either. Ugh, in the way. Damn it, Clovis! And we have a guest announcer on the, on the quiz. Say something. Hi. 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 Say good night. Good night. Go to bed. Good night. I'm guessing George George Patton. (laughs) Clovis Byers. Okay. (laughs) Uh, It's time for who the fuck was there? I think this is a new one. My son's here, so he's he gets to hear me swearing. No, Dave. Braxton said he did mix up the questions. He mixed it up bit, a little so. For each, what? I'm getting dirty looks. Oh, go ahead. Hold on. Okay. I obviously need to drink more. <laughs> it's, That's it's, your cue to drink more, Jeff. Indeed. I'm stalling for time. Uh, for each listed battle, operation, or event, name the renowned military unit that was most known to have been involved. Okay, let's go. The crossing of the Rubicon River in 49 BC. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> you gotta pick a number. Yep. Legion. Yep. <laughs> it's either one or ten. It's like one or ten. God, what legion was it that did it? You think it would be the first legion, but I don't think the first legion was the best legion. Yeah, I think. Was it the tenth? I legion? was thinking twelfth. There the was 12th? the twelfth one that got. 
Yeah, if you have a sense, annihilated. I don't, I don't have any kind of. I don't have. Any Let's go with twelve. So close. It was the thirteenth. Oh. oh, there's no plus or minus one. Come on, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Over that's under. half points. That's, we got the legion part right. That is correct. He did. The defense of the far left flank of the Union army at Little Round Top, 1863. Uh, the main. Twentieth uh, Maine. Twentieth Maine, indeed. Yep. Very good. Uh, the capture of Saint Mayor Iglese. I'm saying that terribly. 1944. It's an easy company. Mm-hmm. A little bit higher. The Americans. A little bit higher. Oh, 82nd Airborne. That's right. Very nice. You guys are killing this one. The defense of Henry House Hill, 1861. Stonewall Brigade. <laughs> are, you, are you sure about that, Dave? I'm you, pretty sure. You sounded pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. I, th I think that's one I might get. And uh, the Battle of Stalingrad, 1942. 62nd Army. This says, which German army? Oh, man, I lost the 6th Army. <laughs> there you go. That's You got there. That's the only nice. You have to buzz in early. Yeah. You have to buzz in Yo. early. You can only answer the part. You can only hear what you buzzed in for. <laughs> Fuck. I'll give it to you. You're like, you guys got four did, of those. You're like, who did not win the battle was actually the question. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I like this question. It's time for nickname Bonanza. Name the military persona that is associated with each listed nickname. There's some good ones in here. The first one is the Scourge of God. Do you know this one, Jeff? It's uh, Crusades again, right? No, I think it's Attila the Hun. I want to say it's Let's Attila. Let's go with the Hun. That sounds good. It is Attila the Hun. He was a scourge. Woo! Nice. Nice. All right, I'm taking my dick out. <laughs> yeah, days on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the Fighting Bishop. Wow. The Fighting Bishop. Fighting. Like, it could be Crusades or like a Hundred Year War. Yeah. War of the Roses. This one's going to piss me off because I think I know You'll it. You'll probably know it after the fact, huh? Oh, how about a, a Polk from the Civil War? He was a bishop in the, the Confederacy. Leonidas Polk. I don't know. That's what I'm throwing. That. He, was, he was a bishop in the church. But feel free to guess. Polk. You could say you can guess any kind of other guy who if you think someone's stronger. But I know he was a bishop. I'll leave it to. I was thinking something French, but no Polk. Dave, are you are you reading the answers? It's no, I'm not. Leonidas Polk. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no. Jesus. No, I just know. I know that. He's in the Civil War? Yeah, he was a corps commander in the Army of the Tennessee, and uh, 
he was a terrible so he got he got killed uh i think he got killed because a bunch of them were a bunch of officers were like kind of watching the union lines and grant's like hey go sh-, or i think it might have been sherman he's like hey shoot some fucking artillery and they fired the artillery <laughs> and it killed polk and so the nice. confederates left a note from the, for the union like you bastards killed our beloved polk or something like that wow man they're killing it all right, number three, The Butcher of the Somme. Pro- probably not Civil War. The probably. Because this could actually be their own side, right? Like, this yeah. could be, this could be a friendly yeah. commander mm-hmm. that they call this. Because is it Haig? Is Haig the guy that was in charge of the... Uh... I'm not a big World War One guy. Me neither. Unless it's Foosh. And I'm sure it's not. So, I would guess if you can't think of a British commander, I would think it would might be Haig. Sounds good to me. It is Haig, Douglas. Oh Haig. my gosh, that's holy lucky. shit! That was lucky, man. Did I choose right? Did yeah, indeed. Wow. This, this is really bringing it. <laughs> and, and, you, and you get to you and get to Dave's listen to the out of the park. And you get to listen to the smooth dulcet tones of Jason right. asking all the that's questions. Right. This is a good one. This is a this is a bit of a bit of a softball. The gray ghost. The gray ghost. This is so. This is one I know. This is I think Jesus. the only one I've known to this point. Oh my god! I don't know if I know this. <laughs> and he had to build like we were going to be dumb if we don't. <laughs> well, so that's it. The, the gray ghost. We don't get anything more. The gray ghost. Jesus. The uh, Gray Ghost, Jeff. Do you do you know who that is? I don't. I don't have a clue. It's Civil War, American Civil well, War. F- he just helped us there because Francis Marion so was the Swamp Fox. That's all I had there. The Gray forest? Ghost. I don't know. Was it Forest? Is it forest? Uh, it, I don't. I mean, it's gray, so that's that's a that's a plus. I mean, what other raiders do you have? You have uh, Mosby was also a Confederate raider, John Mosby. Uh, Morgan. Uh, Morgan. Mm. Jeb Stewart did some of that stuff. I don't know that was Forrest called the Gray Ghost, or is that more a Mosby? I don't have any idea. I would I would put it a tie between John Mosby and Forrest. But maybe Forrest is good because I don't know if I've heard, ever heard Mosby called the Grey Ghost. So Dave's been on a roll, so I'm going to go with Mosby. <laughs> you are correct. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mosby's uh, Raiders, man. That's the only one. It's a solo game. Some? Yeah, that was a solo game I remember playing on the, the in the living room floor of my grandma's house in Mexico, Missouri. Nice. <laughs> yep. And, and it's very uh, American Civil War centric. So, and uh, old fuss and feathers. Who was old fuss and feathers? Do you know this one, no Jeff? Idea. Jeff, I'm asking you for Jeff. Jeff makes the, makes I have the no calls. Idea. By the way, I think it's Halleck. <laughs> we'll go with Halleck. Oh no, then. he might. He might be. Is he fucking some feathers? Uh, he was also called like old brains or something like. 
uh, I guess Halleck's as good as anything else. So we'll guess Halleck. Absolutely. Winfield Scott. And like I said, you, you can't. Winfield Scott. Yep. There you go. That, yeah. I never would have guessed that. Where are you going to say, Jeff? I never would have guessed it. it yeah. I just had meet a guy from Veracruz. Like Veracruz, Mexico? Yeah. Was he a, was he a, there was, was like. Was he a big Winfield Scott fan? <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably not. I I asked, but he didn't. He didn't know anything about it. So he's thirty three too. It's not like he was a kid. You would have thought he'd have known something about it, but he right. did not. Well, was he from Veracruz, Indiana? Nope, nope. Veracruz, <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> Dave, it's mm-hmm. bon- It's bonus time. We, oh man, we, this is where I, I I always forget. We we explain a little bit about about how this works. I don't know if Jeff's right, so listening to the podcast, but that's he might, right. He might need um, to know. For Jeff and for the other, I just want to be clear. It works. Um, the next questions are bonus. So while they're going to count the same as all the other questions, they're extra questions. So they're actually going to give you extra points on the quiz. Do you understand? I'm with you. I'm in. Okay, I think that's clear then. More fun. <laughs> but if you weren't clear, understand that these these questions, if you get them wrong, will count against you. That's correct. That That's a key point. The way you're going, Dave, we aren't going to get any wrong. That's oh, true. I like, or at, I like least, the at least only energy. one. All right. So it's... they're a bonus for your score and a bonus again your score. <laughs> Sorry. For, they're either for you or again you. <laughs> well, come to Missouri. All right. It's it's where in the fuck did they fight? Name the war, wartime theater, campaign, operation, or battle. And I'll clarify those for you for each. That each listed military persona is most known for commanding or commanding in. All right, this first one's Hi, rough. Gaius, right, Jeff, you need to take a big shot yeah. and start answering. Start answering these, Jeff. I can't. Sure. I can't yeah. carry you on my back the whole way back to the <laughs> trenches. We might have to go back to only three. Yeah. Only three. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Gaius, Suetonius, Paulinus. What war did Gaius, Suetonius, Paulinus fight in? Command in. Excuse me. Jeff, you're on your own, buddy. Yeah. Uh, you just you looked up over in your foxhole, and Dave left to go. Dave's in the little train right now. Dave's sleeping. Sure. That's right. You're like, I think I hear somebody out there. <laughs> Dave, wake up! Oh shit, he's gone. So, first Punic. Hmm. The Boudicca Revolt. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's there's a supplement for that. There's a GBOH supplement. <laughs> of course there is. Um, not played. I made my my daughter her history project in fifth grade on the Boudicca Revolt. Nice, strong yeah. strong female character. Yeah, nice. that's, that's right. And we just watched Captain Marvel. Which I oh, think is yeah. maybe one of the best. It's probably the best I've seen in yeah. a long time. 
My wife cries so good. every time, every single time. Oh, like the scene, my girls love the scene where she's like uh, batting and they pitch at her and knock her down and she gets up. And then all the scenes where she gets knocked, gets up right before yep. she fights. Yep. Oh, my girls are yep. like riveted. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's good stuff. Hey, I'm, I'm on the team with you. It's Fuck. like, just to be clear, I'm on your side. Those guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're all cheering we're, for the right, same side here, right, right girls? Right. <laughs> Just Take to care be of your clear. old dad. Just to be Take clear. care of your old yeah. dad. A, I've, I've been a big fan your whole life. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a totally backing you 100%. Oh, man. There's no winning. And, uh, that, and, and I'm like, like, that's why we don't keep cats around the house. That's why we don't have cats either. So it <laughs> <laughs> was the other learning lesson I, I brought out. Exactly. Of it. Fuck cats. Uh, Marcus Aurelius, which. Uh, War wartime theater campaign or operation was he most known for commanding in? So we, I think we know the period, Jeff, where he's involved. Yes, he's yes. he's basically out on the frontier with on the Rhine, right? Isn't that kind of the the Germans? I believe you're right. Yep, but the the, the the term he has here is one I I've never seen before. So Gaelic, I would I would probably give you what what he has here, and and Dave, I don't know if you have a guess, but but this isn't a term I'm familiar with. Um, it, it so it's like a, a like a phrase, it's like an ick, like a type of ick. It's the blank wars, yeah, ick ick wars, mm. but not Gaelic, yeah, because Jeff yeah, already said that. I actually don't know. <laughs> so it, it's. Um. it's Marco Manic? Yeah, I would know. I've, I've, I've put a, yeah. It must be a tribe or something, like tons uh, of tribes. I don't know. But Gay, I mean, Gay, Gaelic is what I, yeah, not would the same be more thing, familiar. But yeah, I guess but it's not. not, it's not the same thing. Cause that's what, that's a Caesar bit, basically fought. Yeah. Caesar fought the Gallic Wars. So the not the, that's not, by then they were all, Gaul was pretty domesticated. Yeah. Uh, Narses or Narses, Narses, Narses. What war did that did that person fight in? Commandant. Well, can you type that name for us, please? <laughs> yeah. N a r s e s. Narses. Gosh. Yeah. Narses. Does yeah. it sound Persian, no Persian, or Muslim, or what war did he find? Jesus, but well, it's one name, right? So that's that's a good sign. Uh, Jeff, you got. I was getting... thinking Greek until I saw it, but that doesn't look. Yeah, I don't recognize that name from any Greek stuff. Narses. Um... Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm at a loss. Um, I suppose we need to pick something. Uh, Just guess a crusade. There you go. Uh, a third crusade. The Gothic War. Yeah, I forgot yeah. of ever nope. that. <laughs> ever, ever. Not in a million years. No. 
What campaign did Paul von Litau Vorbeck command in? Hey, Jason, can we get to type that name in the, in the box, please? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting there. I, I have to scroll and paste. And... Paul von Litau or Lito? How would you say that? I think I, 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 think, I think I know it. Is it Litau? I think it's Letau. Letau? Letau Vorbeck? Vorbeck? Nope, nope. I know Jeffy's German. No. I think it's in East well, Africa. No, but I mean, did he fight in Norway? No, okay. it's in East. I think it's in East Africa. I think this is the guy who fought the big uh, East African campaign with all the uh, and basically ran the Brits all around the place. And okay. I think I think I'm with you. Is. In in which war? The World War One, the East Africa. Well, that is that the is Germans. that is correct. Nicely, Nicely done. done. Yeah. And our last question is in what war did Frederick C. Weyand command? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no idea. Is it? Yeah. I mean, is that like a Vietnam guy or? Be World War Two? Who knows? I don't know who that is. Let's go Vietnam. You're you've been on the ball. Oh, no, no, that's not my together. <laughs> Let me be clear. Like I'm just no, no. All right. What's the answer? Is it? Uh, Jesus, is it Vietnam? When? Uh, I like Vietnam. All right, we'll go Vietnam. It is Vietnam. It's the guy who took over for Abrams. Oh. Nice. Very good. That was a guess. Very nicely done. That's a that's a lot. That's twelve. Good job, Jeff. Very nicely done. Must have been at least eleven of them with Dave. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> hey, do out. you guys do you guys do your online libraries? Like, do do you guys do online like Libby or like I, any of I that do. stuff? I do. I do Libby and uh, another one. Dude, I just discovered that the other day. I mean, my daughter reads like a book every day. Oh yeah, Libby's and we got great. to where we couldn't afford to pay for we couldn't afford to pay for books anymore. Like she she read some of her books three or four times, and so I got her to finally do Libby, and now she's basically just. And so I started doing it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's I'm great. A book on Huey now, right now. Oh, very nice. The the yeah. bout the Bolin book. The uh, I. Yeah, I'm. I, it probably is. I first rise up and kill first, which is a book about uh, Israel's uh, policy of targeted killings. Interesting. Really good. Really good uh, about the Mossad and all that stuff. And then I got this one for way. So I'm like, and you don't get all the books that you'd want. Like I'd like older military history. You're, but you're going to find it, it's. Yeah. I pay two dollars for a library card. Right. And I basically get all these online get everything. books. And they have audio books. I mean, that, that, that's most of what I do is audio. Yeah, I don't do those because that's not really. <laughs> I know. It's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. My audio books outnumber real books by. It's a slippery slope. One. Slippery slope, boys. You're going to not read anymore. <laughs> no, I, I still read. I don't trust the robots to read but, books to me. But I'm in the car for three hours every day. 
you're gonna you're gonna get used to listening to robots reading to you, and you're gonna be like, wait a second, automation. Tell me it was, okay. automation. was it okay to kill? It's okay to kill. Yeah, of okay. course it is. Of course it's okay to. I've <laughs> already robot. been told that by yeah. by humans. Of course. Yeah, but that's in particular situations that have been voted on nope. secretly. Secret. <laughs> voted on by, yeah, one man by one, one by by well yeah by but the man behind the man. <laughs> oh, but yeah, rise I up watched... and kill first. Rise up and kill first is pretty good. good. It's a good book. Yeah, speaking it, of, it, it kind of talks how they the Israelis. It talks about how the Israelis kind of had to justify uh, how they were going to kill people because they were like, "Hey, the terrorists are killing our people, and so we have to at some point like have a pop, like a procedure for how we're going to." Because, uh, you know, the guys who are doing the killings are like, hey, this is cool and everything, but we need some cover in case we ever get, like, accused of committing war crimes. So they had to get legal opinions. They had to have a whole political procedure for how they would authorize a targeted killing. Interesting. And they nice. were very good So what is Libby? Libby is like it's, an app. It's a library app. So it, if you have a library card, so it's Libby and Hoopla. Dave is the other one that I use. Uh, you can you can link your library card to it and then get access to everything in your library electronically. Right, right. So it's you great. You type in what your library is. You give them your library card number that's on your card, and your and then it immediately gives you access. And so you borrow car borrow books from your library online, and it'll it'll it's tell you the library this. though. Yeah, so it'll tell you this book is not available yet from your library. So you'll put a hold on it, and then when the person returns that book after 21 days, they'll send you the book. So there's okay. a limited supply that your library has. So now, now the the Winthrop I'm Online actually, Library not be the most powerful library. I don't know what their capacity <laughs> is, but hey, hey so on the board, the Winter Public Library, and then we. Uh, we subscribe to Bridges, which is an Eastern Iowa online library. Either yeah, if you do or, Libby, it'll say like, hey, search for your local library. And you basically type in Winthrop and it'll find it and say, hey, what's your card, library card? And even if you want to do another device, like with my, my uh, one of the iPad. So it just said, hey, uh, ask the she had it on her phone she just asks he gives her a number like a code and then it transfers her library card also of yep to her iPhone. it's really so i think use. the libraries have to pay a fee oh no they to they're, get they're, access they're, they're to definitely that. paying for that they definitely have to pay yeah but it's worth it and it so, depends. but if you like the winter right. library might not have to pay that much because they're like hey we've only got like this many members you know I mean, the Santa Clarita sure. Library probably has like forty thousand members. So, like, I think you guys could do it. Nope, and and I just brought up at the last meeting to have them look into Hoopla, and so this one's living. Oh, nice! There you go. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hoopla's that, good stuff too. Services are probably similar. Yeah, Libby's a little bit better. The app is better, um, but Hoopla is really good. They. I, I, I backdoor was there. telling me about all the books he was getting off of. Oh, backdoor, uh, yeah. Hoopla, and so the next board meeting we had, I'm like, "Hey, can you check into this? What's it going to cost? What can we get 
out of it type because all those online checkouts we get all our funding from how many people come through the doors but the online checkouts for bridges or hoopla or anything count so it's increasing our circulation which is trying to increase our funding and everything else I mean, yeah, the days of having a brick and mortar library that basically sits there with a bunch of books in it, that's, I mean, you can have like some small facility that does that, but really it's like, and and there's control, like a library will only have so many copies of a book that it can, it can loan out electronically. And then it's got to say, Hey, you got to wait when the person returns it, then you'll get it. Yep. Absolutely. I actually just got a copy of, uh, a Christmas Carol, because I was on a waiting list. There was like fifty people ahead of me, <laughs> and there was three copies or something that cycled every two weeks. So I listened to a Christmas Carol in in May. It was great. That's fantastic. Yeah, again, you you get the audiobooks. I don't know. And I, I've only recently got into having like music on my phone, so I'm way behind everybody but, else. But you listen to podcasts. It's just, it's the same thing. It's just longer right, right but it's it, it's funny i did podcasts before i did music which was it's weird <laughs> it's weird. weird yeah well because i could just turn on the radio and listen to music so it's like why would i buy music yeah you know, I could we're, get it for free we're dads yeah it's, just, it's not, it doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah i get it i still have an so ipod he, and still until about a year ago so so the, the latest thing that happened uh dad was well, uh, in our dance studio, we have a dance studio that's kind of a high-powered dance studio, so it's very competitive. <laughs> and Movers so and shakers. What happened is yeah. the, the people who run the studio, like we have a group of girls, is like uh, they're about to get into the company, which is like the big group that you you then it's prestigious and you get to wear certain clothes because you're now the company. So the the studio comes down to the class and hands out sweatshirts for the company to these girls. And she hands them out. The parents aren't there. She gives each girl a sweatshirt, tells them, go tell your parents. want them. They're going to have to pay for them over in the gift shop that's next door. So my daughter comes out and is like, my daughter comes out and is like, hey, uh, we got this shirt over there. And I'm like, I had just a tire on my car so i have like fucking grease on my face like i look like a total <laughs> shit bag but i'm like apparently i'm supposed to pay for this sweatshirt he's like oh yeah so i paid for it but apparently a couple of moms the families are really having tough times now financially so they were they were like no you're taking that sweatshirt back to the gift shop and you're turning it in. So the girls are crying and the moms are having to drag their girls in there and they're returning the sweatshirts. So I had to tell my daughter, I'm like, you are not wearing that sweatshirt to any dance class with any of your classmates. That just is like you lording it over them that you could fucking afford this jerk. You know what I mean? It's like, like I got it and you didn't get it. It's like, it's, it was such a, it was such a fucked up situation move where you give them the shirt and then say yeah, you take know, it to go your parents. tell your parents to pay for this and some of the parents are like yeah my dad my husband just got laid off. right yeah you have no idea i'm like i can't i'm barely a 40 dollars for a fucking sweatshirt the kid's gonna outgrow I'm like so I, I told my daughter i'm like you're never you need not wear that to any studio stuff that's you rub it in, in their faces that they couldn't afford it you know 
it's it's nice really lovely dance it's so good oh it's good it's really yeah. teaching it's the really girls the right things about yeah. life <laughs> i thought you were gonna say you made her give hers back too oh fuck i'm no. gonna be like enemy number one <laughs> i'm not gonna go that far <laughs> like i hey i get to be a little bit of a hero yep. right? like yep. sometimes you gotta pull that the thing. yeah you gotta pull that pull that card out and pay for it but it was kind of fucked up like the way they did it was just like messed up like Classless. you give it to the kids yeah take it to your parents you. to pay, or turn it in if you can't afford it it's like all right so uh oh, we we did have a convention there was these that just recently happened in may uh jeff was there uh Jeff, whoa, you, what? Whoa. there what? was only one Swolcon attendee. Oh, okay. everyone else attended DonkeyCon. <laughs> no, I think I think there were more. There was more than one Swolcon, but that's fine. I think some people were there for Swolcon, and then they said, "Oh, what's this DonkeyCon thing?" Okay, we'll go there too. That's fine. Looks like it's a, <laughs> looks like it's co-located. So, uh, Jeff, you, yeah. So Jeff was playing a game called Clash of Monarchs. Uh, with uh, Sammer and Rocket Man, and uh, who was your fourth on that? Evil Jack. Was it was my Evil Jack in crime, That's and he right. took the Stetson home. Yeah, so we had that that game. We had uh, Clay Stone had a bunch of guys in playing Goss. Uh, they were playing OCS. Ralph and I were in a uh, Federation Empire game, um, and there were a bunch of other like smaller games. I think scattered through. So it was good. It was a good convention. I think. Uh, everybody had a good time. Um, Ralph and I got way too fucked up Friday night and that kind of ruined Saturday because then we were over the entire time <laughs> and that fucked up the whole thing. I mean, basically like, like I look at the way clay, like the, those guys, those guys played like the entire time and they never stopped playing like till like seven, like we got drunk too early. And then we started, it was just, and the other problem is when you're playing Federations and Empire, uh, it's a great game, but like when one guy gets into a lot of battles, then everyone else is just waiting for those battles to be resolved. And battles can have like 20 combat rounds. So it's like, so it's a tough game to play, like other than one-on-one. So we'll see. But, but yeah, I would say oh, if, I could, great time. if I could do it over again, I would do less drinking more wargaming, some kind of happy medium between the two. Yeah, we 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 definitely went heavy on the drinking, sweet, sweet and that fucked up the <laughs> It's the same old story, Dave. Hey, you gotta More find that sweet spot. Less gaming. Yeah, yeah. but there's so there's a happy medium there, but we we have to find it. So so Jeff, tell us about your Clash of Monarchs game. What happened with that one? So let's see. Sammer was. And give us a little, give us, give us a little background on what the game's about. The period it's like Seven Years' War. Okay. Yes, yep. It's a Seven Years' War in Europe. It's uh, published by GMT. This is a game review, right? Yeah, you can review it right now. So, sure. So it was uh, published in two thousand eight by GMT. It's for two to four players. If you have four players, the four players are Prussia, Austria. France and Russia and Britain is the fourth player. I think after for four days, I I feel players is probably better than four. Just in that and 
as I talk about it, you'll see some of the things they're kind of hamstrung by, but um, lots of neutral or minor countries that people can control and armies. Um, there's the uh, Saxony, Sweden, Denmark. Uh, so you can take them. It's a driven game. It covers 56 through 1763. Uh, it's it's focused just in Europe, but there is an colony track that kind of abstracts the war in the colonies. And, um, and you said that that Britain is a country that's evolved or not? It is. Okay. It is. Unfortunately, okay, so your leaders, they have rankings for attack and defense and movement, but then they're either, uh, what's it called, intense or measured and intense battles is kind of like you're going all out the odds the odds go up losses go way up and that's all determined on if the attacking general has attack rating or the defending general has an intense defense rating well the austrians and the prussians have tons of people with intense ratings both sides Britain, absolutely none okay and France, only Montcalm has an intense rate. So I sent some imperial armies over there to try to get in on the beating up of the Hanoverians. And it's the battles over there was just like those slap fights you see on YouTube now. It's like they enter the same space. Yep, we're going to fight. You roll a dice and it's like each other and just stand there. No one even has to retreat. Now, now, does Montcalm start over in North America? Can you have him like back in Europe if you want? He he can show up in Europe, and so because I assume he's I assume he's when like the, the games, best French general. He's he's the only intense general, but they do have some generals, you know, with some good ratings. It's just they'll only battle. They don't go balls deep. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, and so. Um, and how do the how do the cards affect play? Like, is it like an ops versus event type? Thing? It is, but in this game, it's so tiny. Um, it's not like Washington's War or even as a glory or anything like that. This game has a page turn sequence of where the card play is just a tiny little piece, really. Um, so you have a whole supply segment. Uh, there's there's economics. There's there's the map is broke down into areas that have forage points and in devastating areas. They're broke down into light and regular units and light units can do all these ratings and and all that's completely independent of cards. So turns were going really long what yeah because tradi traditionally like the austrians had like uh decent troops but the, the troops are really good right so they could get out of everybody else you do and that's the only way you keep frederick at bay i mean frederick's he's a four on the attack so that gives him plus four to all his attacks he's Plus to his army endurance, which is for morale. So if you if you suffer a, a battle loss where you're demoralized, your 
endurance compares to the the demoralized level inflicted in the battle. And so, I mean, he gets to bump up their already good levels. He's a three on the intent on the and they're both intense. He has eight movement points. I mean, there's some of those other chodes that have like four or five or six. Yeah, so is, is there a difference? Gets, is there a difference in quality between the actual troops? Like, do Prussian troops like Austrians or French or Reich's army or whatever? Nope. It's just purely leaders. So the there's strength, strength points. points. Got it. All right. Um, there are the the breakdown between light and cav. So the battles, I mean, if it wasn't card-driven, I'd almost say it's kind of claystony. Uh, the player aids, there's probably six pages of charts, okay? So just there's random events charts. There's Since it covers so much time, the generals will just be off. And then, so, so when you say claystony, do you mean he's – Ageless, the rules are ageless and beautiful. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but it's so, got so run down, run down generally like a description. What happened in your game? Like, if you were a reporter reporting historically from what happened, give us the rundown of what happened in the Clash of Monarchs game that you guys played. Okay, so I posted it kind of on the thing. So, my partner in crime, there, Evil Jack. I mean, he carried a lot of the load. And what, na what nation like was he playing? He was playing French and the Russians. So he had he had one combined hand that was twice as big as everyone else's, but he was controlling two nations out of it. And so he was just kicking the crap out of Carl, which Carl spent and four Carl, days rolling Carl was which side? That's all he did. The Brits, okay. The, the Brits. And he's playing just the British? Yeah. Or he's playing the Brits and the Hanoverians? Well, in this case, he's just the Hanoverians. Okay. The British didn't really have... But the poor guy, I mean, he won 80% of the time he rolled the dice. It was sad. But Evil Jack then was taken... He was taken Prussian fortresses away he was taking Hanoverian fortresses away and Samer brought Frederick down and put a big siege on and the way sieges work it's like you gotta have siege engines or siege cannons but if you don't you just slowly build up siege each siege point gives you a plus on the next roll. And so he would put a big siege on on the level 3 fortress, and it was slowly ticking up. And then he decided he was going to do some, separate off some other forces to go do some other things. And Dwan from the audience came in. I believe they were like plus 4 or plus 5, forced him to retreat. So they relieved the seat. And so fight. right before you would have taken it. Yeah. Yep. It was it was classic Western where the cavalry comes riding over the hill just at the nick of time when and when it, things were darkest. And how shocking and, that that Hammer that would play <laughs> Frederick the Great in that game. 
So we played so, for so four Jeff, days. What side of you? Were you the Austrians? I was the Austrians. Jeff, yeah. were you the Austrians? Yep. Okay. Yep. And so uh, he he got crushed right off the beginning, which is good actually because there's events in the deck that if he gets crushed, it, it's called uh, something. But it, if he gets really embarrassed, card that you can relieve him, and it's great. So, yeah, you got crushed and you had to pay all the penalties, but then I got to play hard to remove him and right, put him back in the box, the and then, right, the then good the leaders actually you. take over. So that's cool. So th is this a game well, that you think just, you, is this a game you would play again, I think? Um, I think it's an incredibly long game. Um, I don't know for the length of it if it's worth the other two sitting there and you'd have to talk to Carl and Evil do you Jack. Think, do you think that Samer playing the game made it a little about like this? Whatever he's doing. Because it's, it's listed as a six-hour game. And you guys played it over I, that's got days. a short scenario. Was oh, it okay. the yeah. Was Did the Samarine make it longer? No. I mean, Mitch... I feel like... I feel like don't defend Samarine. I feel like... I feel like Samra would move a unit and then be like, oh, I want to take that move back. <laughs> Delete that post. Actually, like, well, I want to just the opposite. Just the opposite, because it was like, oh, you know, you're one, two, you're on 3.F, you know, in the turn sequence. That was 3.E. You're past that. You can't do it. And then... Um, I, he was just giving me crap, but then we relaxed throughout the but thing. You, did but, you, but you got a good it, time. You were with a good crew. That's a good. That's a good crew to be with. Yep, and uh, Samer brought the the Stets via nineteen eighty five. It was aftershave in Cologne that I assume is sitting in Chicago in the yacht club. That's right. Parkridge Yacht Club. Place of honor. Yep. <laughs> if. You should so, stop by and worshipped it when you were there. I know. So, I tried. So, so is this is this a playable game? Is Jeff is this a play a, a game that's like so big or too slow or? You'd have to be committed. I mean, it's there is so much to it that I mean, there's diplomacy, and it depends. I mean, there's like. On BGG, there's probably 10 pages of they've made for the di diplomacy options, and everybody gets to pick their own option, but they interplay, and there's costs and benefits to each one, and each one changes the game. I can't imagine the replayability of this thing, because we, we got a little more than a year done, What it covers, what, uh, six? seven years six and a half years in the campaign and oh so so you guys only fought one year in the seven years war yes and oh so my two lord of the seasons well two of the seasons <laughs> who have five who, paces well, who developed this game who's responsible for the development of this game that i don't know outrageous whoever it is be severely punished well it is it is not just your dad's 
card-driven game where you play a card and I'm going to do this and oh, it's a turn or a coin game or something. I didn't no. realize I didn't realize that you guys had spent three days to play one turn or one year of the the war. That's yes, crazy! Wow. Oh, it's there's wow. so much. I blame Sammer. But you, but you had fun, Jeff. You seemed like you were smiling the entire time. Just being there, I think I don't. I didn't stop smiling the first seventy-two hours. I saw saw Jeff in suspenders when I first got there. I'm like, you need to wear fucking suspenders (laughs) the entire time. Like, like we need to bring suspenders back. Jeff is Jeff is is a gigantic guy and like like just a big dude. And like, uh, I was like, no more overalls. You need to wear suspenders. Every time, so hell yeah! Oh, overalls too. I know, no, but uh, the, the plier pockets and I know, but the suspense. <laughs> I mean, I get yeah, you can put. I guess you can put your tweezers in there. Oh, <laughs> you bet. Sweet, and your reading glasses. That's right. Those. Glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the chest pockets. You can put your laser you know, for line of sight. You know, I'm just gonna from now on to the conventions. I'm just gonna show up with my optivisor. <laughs> I'm not even gonna mess with the reading glasses. I'm gonna go to the bar and I'm gonna stop my optivisor on my head. I'm just gonna oh, lower it down to read my bill. I love it. <laughs> I don't care. I know you care. <laughs> but yeah, these guys were basically over there in the corner the entire time. We didn't hear for them. Like occasionally they would scream or yell over like some one that Rocket Man had rolled. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I mean it. It says it's a four-player game. Boy, after I marched that army over there and got into it, you roll a dice and it's like you could you could roll a six-one split and it's just like oh, we're just gonna stand here. So, the game's so your, weird in that. So your experience was that two of the players end up kind of waiting around while the other two players are doing a lot of the action. Two of them are, are fighting big battles, losing tons of guys and maneuvering around, and the other two guys are just kind of standing there. I mean, so there's, a, there's actually a whole action sequence same hex. Because you don't have to even battle. Uh, it goes to the highest or the best initiative guy. Gets a chance to, if he wants to attack, and then the other guy can attack. Doing choose to attack, you can keep moving or you can drop some guys off. Or it's weird. Yeah, but I mean, is there kind of an idea that like two, the four or more act involved in the game than the other two? It seemed like Prussia and Austria's turn, they they did a lot more. They did a lot more stuff. Um, and so would, bigger you just, battles. would you be like, I'm going to go get a beer while I wait for you guys to figure out what's going on? I, I would think Prussia and Austria in the five-person cycle probably soaked up uh, 60% of the time. <laughs> and the other three turn, the other three players only... The other three powers only took up forty percent, and that's not just Samer vamping all the time, like talking, like blowing, blowing game life, or like just it was actually game related. It was game related. Okay, that's fair. Because yeah. I always, you always have to check the Samer. <laughs> on that. Don't defend like, Samer. Oh, that's, however, that's not going to win you any points on this podcast. I mean, some of this. Yeah, I'm some of, like out on the limb here defending <laughs> Samer. Some of this. You guys might have, by making Frederick, you might have brought this on yourselves. 
Well, actually, now that I think about it, I think nice. Rocket was we- set to be Frederick. Oh, oh shit. And he, he didn't want to. He, Why he like Sam- begged. the Sammers rest. Yeah. There you go. There you go, Jeff. <laughs> Sammers stepped up. Nice. I, I approve. Ah, Sammer. Yeah. And- yeah. So... Earth, like I mentioned, we played uh, we played another game called like I brought called Party Foul. Which oh, was, did like, you a really play that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were joking. They did. We they play? did play it. No, it was they, just, they, like I'm going to send you a game, Jason. That I I don't know why I fucking kickstarted this game. It's called a uh, uh, Dungeon Waffle, like D6 Dungeon. To you because I didn't like I got it. I was like, I don't think I ever want to play this game. <laughs> Maybe Jason would like this, so I'm gonna send it to you. It's a gift. I I appreciate that. But part I, I like party those drunken kickstarters. But party foul was it was okay, not great. And we tried to play Imperious, but again, too drunk. So I'm like, hey, duck, you try to teach us, and then we realized, yeah, we're too drunk to play. That's fair. Stuff. So with with Fed and Empire, did you guys continue your Vassal game live? No, no, we started a new okay. scenario that brought in the, okay. the, the new scenario we started is basically like it brings in like five players when five players are active. Uh, but the problem is while five players are active, like uh, John's the Lyrans, Medicine Man's the Lyrans, but it's like they've got so they can move and then fight like a ton of battles with the Federation. And it's just, it's uneven as far as how the, the flow goes sure. between the fighting. So different players are like left out with it. They, they have no action. So uh, it's it's just a hard game to play with a lot of players, unless some guys are just willing to be like, yeah, I don't care. I'll just play a side game and then we'll come back in when we do something. Um, but the game we're currently playing still is just fucking bananas. Like Ralph and I are deep into a uh, Federation Empire campaign. And I've already realized that completely fucked up. Like I have made grave. I'm I'm Yamamoto flying over the islands, realizing that it's possible (laughs) that the empire passed its decision point. We can win the war, you know? And, and, I'm desperately trying to come up. Like, we had a plan. I, I'm recalculating. We had a plan. I know. <laughs> I'm going over the cap numbers, and I I don't want to tell that I don't think we can win the war at this point. But but we're going to come up with production by, by, minus by merging yeah. by merging merging new innovation technology. <laughs> we are going to come up with warfare solutions. There's going to be nice. warfare solutions happening. I, I I dig it. We have a we have a mission statement. We are going to combine innovative technology we have with space swag. warfare solutions. There are pollutions being made. Right. We have to so, win this so war. Yamamoto, Yamamoto is looking back and he's like, yeah, when we attacked the Zin capital system, there was a moment where we could have probably backed off when we realized their star base was just destroying our guys. Yeah. And we probably, after we had devastated all the other planets in the system, probably said, we're out and just taking some licks. Instead, we hung in for about six or seven rounds of brutal <laughs> combat where our line ships were just getting hammered. So uh, we basically, I, I said, "Hey, let me take a peek into Ralph's Zen home system and see what kind of fleet he has protecting it." And I looked at it, 
and I looked at the quality of all the ship CV groups, all the carrier groups. I'm like, oh yeah, we're fucked. I don't think I can beat those guys. <laughs> like, I'm like, I think the war's over. Just looking <laughs> at the size of his fleet. So it's like, it's like, well, we can't tell the emperor that. I just need to go figure out yep. how we're going to win this war. <laughs> or die trying. So now the new solution is we've sent all of our Mauler ships down to the Hydran frontier where victory is going to be found. The Klingon fleet is going to launch in to the Hydrans and fuck them up completely. And basically, we're not going to attack the Federation. We're going to let the Federation sit there. Eventually, the Federation is going to activate and declare war on us but they'll start giving supply to uh the zin that's fine uh because then i i offered it to ralph i said hey do you want to it over again because i would really love to have started doing things he's like no we're good let's just keep going i'm like fuck all right let's fine all right because there's things like with the lyrans when the war starts with the lyrans and lyrans and, and the klingons are allies the lyrans need to heavily upgrade they're more of a raiding society so they have lighter ships they need to immediately start upgrading all their ships to like ships. ships well enough attention to that in production so by the time i realized how important that was i was about three years behind the power curve so i'm just like oh fuck like it's it's bad mistakes were um, mistakes were made the Klingons finally have the Klingons have finally developed escorts, heavy escorts, which means that now they can combine those heavy escorts with their carriers and then put their the battle line the way Zin do. Before the Klingon carrier groups had to hide behind like uh, cruisers and other battle line ships and just send fighters out, so that's good. And the Lyrans have just developed their first carriers, so we're rolling those out. We're going to see what happens. There's a chance we might knock out the Hydrans pretty good this year. It's not. Yamamoto's got an ulcer, basically, at this point. He's worried. Yeah. Chewing some tongues. But, but this, is the, this is why this game is fucking great, right? Because this is the game I'm while I'm driving my kid's school. I'm like, how many combat factors do I need to take down a star base? Like I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, shut up back there. Anyway. So like if out of 20 tops, like <laughs> percentages, 30% of a one twenty, they're going to do 36 points. Like you start thinking about all this stuff all the time. And uh, that's the depth of the game. And we're playing a game just out of the box mm -hmm. front, the front game, not very few advanced rules. And so, uh, it's just banana. It's it's That's definitely uh, skyrocketing to my number one game, which and it's great too because for Ralph and I, it's a game we can play, which has always been a challenge for us to find like a game that we're both interested in, uh, period wise. So, and I wanted to also announce that Jason and I are oh, going yeah. to be playing this a play by email, very exciting Vietnam sixty five to seventy five campaign campaign game, game PBM folk. Full campaign. Uh, we might adjust draft levels for Arvin because that's that's an issue, but we'll see. So that's fair. Yeah. We're going to stand. And who's who's going to be who? You're going to be NLF. That's right. And I'm going to be the Free World Allies, the Avengers, right. <laughs> the Free World Avengers, the, the bad guys, the oppressors, already, the capitalist oppressors. Ca I'm already making my Captain Marvel counter. 
Oh, nice. Do I get the, <laughs> nice. do I get the, do I get to deploy the watchman? <laughs> I get red skull then. <laughs> That's right. So Jason, there was a whole set. It was uh, face counters from Pavlov's house <laughs> down there that they were trying to give away. And they just <laughs> sat there for like the first two days. And, and what you realize that the, the tippy tables they were excellent to stack up and mount under the legs of the tables. Oh, poor Danielle. Things out. Poor Danielle. Oh. <laughs> I think they all got used labels. Is that what happened to Daniel's counter? Man, That's I might just up. put one of those in my pocket and take it to the to the bar when the when the high tops tippy. That's all. Awesome. So the other is uh, Kingdom of Heaven with Crack. So Crack and I have been playing Kingdom of Heaven. And uh, man, again, what a great game. And it's great because and he's enthusiastic about it. So we're just we're just really enjoying it. We played the first crusade. Uh, I I am trying to remember. I think I lost. I think I lost the first crusade. But now we're doing the second one. So we're we're I think we're in turn three on the second scenario in Kingdom of Heaven. But what a great game, so much flavor, just wonderful. So much fun to when, play. When that game first had a gaming buddy at the time, and we actually played all the scenarios. What is there, like seven or eight of them? Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah. I yep. think they go up to, nope, I think we played they go up to J. They go up to J, I think. Something like that. No, it was time. We just finish one and then start the next one. I always I always felt like this would have been a great system for the Hundred Years War, too. Like he could have done oh, yeah. Hundred Years War for it. But again, no. But who? I'm not going to complain because great. I think the, the it's a lot and, of fun. And we use we use my special cheat sheet that I have, which of course is really good because I'm a genius. But uh, we play with that. But uh, with with Chris and I, we've been having a blast playing. So it's great to find somebody who really loves it, is enjoying it, and so we've been really having a good time with that. And what else? What else is going on with? Oh, hey, good news. I have also discovered that I'm medically immune to malaria since Ralph and I drank so many gin and tonics at the, uh, the yeah. quinine. And the quinine. You're... Become, well, I'm like, we're now like we all become, those limes. You should be good for we, scurvy. Too, we've become for the irradiated. We've become irradiated <laughs> with quinine. So no malaria for us. So congrats. And then a little bit of Red Factories with Pete. We're getting ready for the AAC Con where we're going to be running the full Red Factory game there. So uh, Pete and I have been running some like small scenarios with Red Factories just to kind of get used to the rules for ASL. So what have you been doing, Jason? Gaming-wise, shockingly, I've been playing a lot of train games. Um, nothing on the solo table. I've had the new, the third edition of Hearts and Minds set up for three weeks um, and haven't played a turn. I've been either working until 10 o'clock at night or not in town. Um, do you want my copy of D-Day at Iwo Jima? I, I, don't, I don't think I do. Yeah, well, I'm trying to get rid of it. So let me know. That's sad. That's sad. That someone won't even take it from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard nothing but bad things about it. Um, I'm playing a Star Wars coin game, which I don't know that I'm actually supposed to talk about now that I say that. Um, and train games. That's that's basically it. I 
I'm reading, so I'm rereading now Vietnam. I'm rereading Korea. I want to get Korea up on the on the solo table, but but not a lot, not a lot going on. I've been really busy with work, and it's driving me crazy. It works bad. Yeah, work's been bad. Did you get those AAC uh, train game chips? Did you order a set of those? I did. I don't know when they're going to be produced, but yeah, I'm, well, I'll get some of those. Even though I I literally they're just bought to be my house. Oh, okay. Right on. Did you get some? Yes. Yeah, so- no, but you made You're me just... pre-order the other two. <laughs> oh, that's right. Next games up from GMT. We got to get another game going. I'm. I don't know. Hell yeah! I'm up for well, it. Jason's a busy. Jason's a busy guy. He's got a lot going on. His life. And my work life uh, went from zero to sixty very, very rapidly. So, so at first we're complaining like, oh, they're not using me. Right. <laughs> suddenly they're using the shit out of me. Right. Well, because I was like, hey, I can do all this other stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, we should sell that. And now it's, uh, it's yeah. But it's good. It's one of those things. Like, I'll be busy for uh, the rest of this week. And then it should taper off a little bit and things will be back to normal. And then I'm going to hire yeah, somebody work, and make them do it. My work is funny where, like, my peers – nervous about me like they buy me like and i want to just tell them, i'm leaving in a year i'm fucking out of here like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not your competition right. i can't say anything so i'm just like Ugh. oh it's like, yeah they don't know that you're retiring no oh, of course not because if you say that then there's you don't get any resources or uh, like, it, oh, like that's you know gross. once you're a lost cause and once you're out the door <laughs> so, so i'm always like i'm always like it's an option. We're leaving open, you know, just in I case. See. But I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I get realtors lined up. I mean, we're going out there in two weeks. I'm meeting with a realtor. We're going to go look at properties. So that's exciting, man. Oh, yeah, it's going to be really good. But, nice. but but the Midwest is like uh, like the lake environment. I don't want to say it's like Hawaii, but like I have a rental property that I'm going to be staying at. So I'm like, hey. You haven't charged my card. You said you're going to charge the remaining balance on like April 21st. So I'm kind of wondering. She's like, oh, yeah, well, uh, just give me your credit card number. And I'm like, don't have like a website or something. She's like, no. <laughs> so I'm trying to give her the card. And then after a while, she texts me back. She's like, yeah, I'm in a low sell area. Can you? Uh, so then I'm finally like, why don't you run the card? And if there's a problem, text me. So she's like, I'll text you tomorrow morning. And Monica's like, you have to get used to people like this because like, it's a different way of life area. Like, right. So they're like, not, and cause I'm just like, uh, I'm trying to pay you. (laughs) (laughs) And and she trusts that you're good for it. So just show up and we'll take care of it. I'm trying to pay you. You're resisting me. (laughs) This is ridiculous. But yeah, yeah, so I'm going to have to slow down. When I lived in Georgia, it was very like, oh, yeah, things don't happen as quickly as I want them to here. Very slow. I mean, and I was like, I told my wife, I told Monica, I said, should I just text her my credit card number? She's like, well, I don't know if that's it. I'm like, well, fuck, she wants me to just read it to her over the fucking (laughs) phone. I was like, I don't know how much secure it is than that. (laughs) You can just ship her a radio. So we're going to see, but our... our, uh, our realtor is a go-getter. She's a real go-getter. 
I recently Googled her and found she was arrested in a conspiracy of distributing methamphetamine. But that's fine. Oh, Jesus get past that. Christ. That's right. Oh, no. But she, she did say. Hey, are there more than one? You might want to. a little extra goge. She, she, she did say I could call her day or night. So. <laughs> I'll be awake. Trust me. Dude, I'm serious. I'm not oh, okay. Jesus. Like, like, we were on some website and I was just looking at properties. And so then there was like an email that came in and it's like, hey, you were looking at this property and you might want to know they just put a lot of work into there and I think they're motivated to sell. I'm like, is this like a robo email or something? So I'm like, should I respond? I told Monica and I, because in the mornings we'll like get together and like on the weekend and like run through properties to see what's out there. And so uh, I'm like, should I respond to that? It sounds like it's a robo email. Suddenly my phone starts. She's like, hey, it's me. I'm just calling to see. I noticed you were on our site. And I'm like, wow, that's really good. So then I was like, she seemed really motivated. So I'm going to alert to see if there's any like reviews or anything. And I saw like uh, there was like a 10th appellate court decision based on uh, a case she was involved in. And they're like, yeah, from September to October, so-and-so sold 100 ounces of methamphetamine to her customers. I'm like... Well, it shows she can operate a business. I mean, she's she's a small but, business owner. It's all from like, right? It's all from a long time ago. I was like, I'm like, but is it really her? And then I look and it says like Lake Ozark police officer saw it, blah, blah. I'm like, oh yeah, it's fucking her. Like based on her name. And then I looked at another thing, a booking photo from Florida and I compared it to her real estate photo. I'm like, oh yeah. That's somebody, that same real estate agent who was woken up at two in the morning. Like, her all like standing. But I think uh, we're going to use her because I think uh, you got to give people second chances. I agree. And, and it makes me uncomfortable. She keeps calling escrow money seed money. I'm not sure what that is. We'll figure that out. And she wants it in cash. She's asking seed? for cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nothing to worry about. Just it'll, it'll, it'll be fine. She's not doing that. She's not for the record. You attorneys out there, I got it. But yeah, she's she's uh, seems like really good. But it, it was just kind of a shock for me to see <laughs> stuff. Hey, I've I've done some things in my past that I'm not super, you know, proud about. Yeah, so. that's right. That's right. I'm I'm willing to give people. And yeah. bottom line, I don't care because if you're gonna. I, I, I don't want a, like our previous realtor was a realtor who a bunch of kids and felt like she was a part-timer. Uh, I want, and Pete put it best, I want a realtor who has a 2018 Mercedes SUV. Yeah. Got to make that note. That's who I want. 50, <laughs> I want to pay that note. I want a 55-year-old single mom with a fucking two, one-year-old Mercedes vehicle. <laughs> That's fair. Yep. She's successful in some fields, anyway, right? <laughs> well, she and she was she was she and she's from a family that's well respected out there. No, oh, uh, and family is very important out there. But she just kind of got on the wrong side, of it. and then she came back a couple years later, I think, after she got straight. And but I was when I looked her up, I was like, "What the fuck?" I couldn't believe it. But so I immediately sent her booking photo to my wife. And Monica's like, what? <laughs> hopefully, We're ho stay with her. Yeah, hopefully it gets straight. She's going to be working day and night. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, so I think uh, Jeff did his basically a pretty good review. Jeff, so what do you think of Clash of Mana? Is it still available from GMT? It is out of print. Okay. In classic AAC fashion. Nicely done. That's right. I, I approve. It's a great <laughs> I don't think it's bad on the secondary market. I mean, you can find a copy. Um, they're doing a sequel called Clash of Sovereigns Next Generation. It's supposed to be more mind that'll play faster. So hopefully that gets some traction. Yeah, it's like 60 bucks on the BGG market. Oh, here's one for 30 That's not bad at all. 30 That's really that's all the gameplay for thirty bucks. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. No so, kidding. So stars, what would you give it? Stars. Like, would you play this game again, Jeff? Like, if somebody said, "Hey, next Donkey Kong, we're gonna play the same game again," would you be like, "I'm in"? Absolutely. We talked about playing again online, but no one, no one has done anything. So I don't I, know that that's happened. You can blame Samer for that. Samurai's quote-unquote busy. Yeah. I mean, we had, we had invested a whole lot of time learning that game because there, there is a whole lot of moving parts. We could also blame Rocket Man because he's not used to dealing with long-term projects that take years to accomplish. <laughs> so, yeah. Not at all. Like maybe he's just too impatient. Uh, Fly by night, that guy. He is going back to the moon, so you got to cut him some slack. <laughs> the moon of Mars, the moon and Mars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, Something I don't like that. I don't talk about that. I I think I think we're just dealing with Twitter in that thing. Let's let's be honest. We, we don't need to get too far down it, that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone understands that, but we can make fun <laughs> of things. But I think I'm not going to get too much into it. But I think. There's limitations to tweeting, <laughs> and there's limitations and there's to understanding limitations tweeting. Too, yeah, yeah, the, or just understanding. I, I, st- I stand by my statement that anyone who writes or reads tweets is probably an idiot. <laughs> so let's, just, <laughs> let's stop tweeting at and all. I, and I just like them, so that's yeah. fair. Yeah, let's just let's just stop limiting our communication to a, a, a small number of characters, and <laughs> let's try to communicate better. So what about yours? Uh, Jeff, do you th- think this is a game that you could drink an epic number of beers and come in and say, that's it, I'm firing an intense fight with you? How many gallons of Jim Beam is it? Yeah, less than, could you, could you float down the Osage River with a, a Jim Beam bottle of four or more and play this game? No. No, there's, there's just too much. Too much. It- it's a relatively sober game. How many, how many? One beer? Well, if it's Bush Light and it's me, you know, you can so go you 12. Could, okay, but, so you, you could have But Samer would have to drink Well, one. those beers you were drinking or whatever, that's, what is it, eight point? It's like, maybe it's one of those. Yeah, I don't even remember what you're talking about, Jeff. Maximus, right? I don't. It's yeah. Maximus, oh, the tens. Are they eights? Yeah, they're probably eights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, just one yeah, of those. No, Samer. But but that yeah. So so there we go. So it's not again. How about counter density? Is nope. it like big stacks? Oh yeah. In fact, there's all kinds of holding boxes all around the edge for all the different 
pictures and whatnot. And I didn't even so, touch on the, the so CICs. So is this a recommend buy for you? Like if, if a guy doesn't have this game and he likes this period, is this a game he should buy? Asking for a friend. If he's <laughs> willing to make the investment, you know, and know that it's 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 a big commitment, then yeah, it's a great game. But don't think you're gonna just sit down and play it in an evening and you're done. Right. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. Did you feel like the cards added a lot of flavor to the game? Like were they exciting when guys would be the cards? You'd be like, Oh fuck that card or or was it kind of like the card would then trigger like a whole sequence of things that would then happen? No, they weren't I mean there are chains that you know certain things have to occur and then in other cards but it's like the cards can be brutal um, evil jack i think every card he played was like just bringing in a whole new and dropping it down and three new leaders and i mean it was it was something to behold so are there are there like fuck you cards like react cards where you're like no i cancel that move or you can't do that or yeah there definitely are uh a typically frederick's immune and there are uh frederick has a couple chits so if uh if he gets killed he, really, uh, he took a bullet through the chest the, the snuff box stopped in real life oh that's nice. so that'll stop uh a mortality role and then was snatched up by some cavalry brigade uh just before he got captured so in the game you know like like rommel in north africa you know if on turn one rommel gets killed it's like all right i don't want to play anymore type stuff but you get those chits that will save you at least once on each event so it's a to kind of like so that that way is more likely to risk him because he knows he can save them him if something happens well he's got to use him i mean he's the big hammer and he just runs back and forth just putting out fires and pounding people uh, eight movement point allowance i mean he he can go wherever he wants to go and do whatever he wants to do nice yeah, there was also a lot of root games going on in the guild. It it started slow, but people started playing root, and I think other people started watching people playing root and seeing how much fun they were having with it. And then by the end, I think we had times where there were like two games of root going on at the same time. So get on board, Marie. Streams times too. Oh, fuck off, Jeff. <laughs> no, no, no. We didn't play ours, but I got in another game with Mitch and Richard. So I, I was I mean, too hung. I was too hung over to play with Jeff. Tonight. Marino, no, I'm right. not I, holding I, that I against that you all. <laughs> I want to play Friedrich. But I wanted to play. It was. I was in a weird thing where I was just like, uh, I wasn't hung over like headache wise, but I was just like, ugh. But then once I had a couple of Bud Lights, I felt better. But I actually had trouble sleeping. I don't know what the fuck was going on with me. So I was like, ugh. So. But uh, yeah, so uh, I, I bailed on the Maria game I wanted to play with Jeff. But did you enjoy Maria? Yeah, it was a great game. I mean, Mitch kicked our asses hardcore, but it was a great game. And I love the mechanics and the rules are that you could drink. You could drink and play that one. There's not a lot of rules. Because it's, 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 it's intuitive. It makes yeah, sense. It's and basically, it's your match suits, right, to play. 
Yep. But then, so you're you're moving on the board based on what cards you have in your hand, and but and so I got caught. There's two maps side by side, kind of a west and an east, and I was in my strong suit. Well, I got attacked. So I was able to kick his ass because that was my strong suit. But then, then I got attacked in the same suit on the other side, and I'm like, "Oh shit! No, I, I don't have anything anymore." Because you ran, and, right? Yeah, I used them all on the other side, and initially I thought I was sitting great because that was my strong suit. But after the first battle, before I could move, I got hammered on the other side, and I'm like, "All right, I got nothing left." So. But it's, so it's not Sekigahara where you're going to recharge your hand after each battle? No, it's at the beginning of, each of your turns, Round. I believe. Yeah, that, that's big. Because in Sekigahara, you might fight battles just to recharge your hand, get rid of bad suits, and you know you're going to get a new suit in. So, Very nice. Looks like a cool game. Yes, yeah, so there was a lot of root playing. There was grumbling about root, also people getting mad about root. <laughs> but whatever, fuck off. <laughs> I still haven't played it. Evil Jack pulled a couple. What? Uh, he must have tried playing Gunslinger one night, which I don't either remember or I wasn't around. And at a certain point, he's like, "Well, yep, we're done." <laughs> he just scraped all the counters in the box and picked it. Oh, really? <laughs> I think there was too much drinking, too many, yeah. So that game died early. And then uh, we did win, place, and show one night, too. That was fun. Oh, that's a fun game. It's great, too, because Jack has his own names for all the horses. I mean, like, he has hundreds, like, yeah. hundreds of names. Like, like whisper, whispering anus in the first, like... There's so many names. It's so good. China, what meat surprise was one That's of right. my horses that won. Oh, he has like hundreds of names he's created. I'm like, it's it's incredible. I think the other was Sir Squirts a lot. That's Sir Squirts a lot. But no, both my horses won the race both times, so we did well. Yeah, Jeff. I don't think that was the uh, the focal point of the convention, though. The the win place and show. Win place and show. That, that was, <laughs> if there was a trophy, I didn't get it. I'm assuming it's in the mail or something. Yeah, I don't think there is. The trophy there. <laughs> well, so the good news is that after Ralph and I got drunk Friday night, really drunk, uh, and the bedroom police grabbed me and put me back in my hotel room. Oh, thank uh, goodness. The, the next day on Saturday, I went by and talked to Van, who runs the bar there, and I'm like, dude, so sorry. I know I got drunk last night. I apologize. He's like, dude, you're fine. I'm like, he goes, I've been there tons of times. He goes, you want to you want a drink? You want a beer? <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, yeah. Here's yeah 20, here, I was like, here's 20 bucks. Uh, I'd like a Bud Light. <laughs> so, that was it. so there we go. Very nice. That was the convention in a nutshell. A lot of good We times. should have a wrestling tournament next year. Yeah, we should. That's right. That's right. We'll have to have a very formal weigh-in. We'll have to have weight classes. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. That's See, right. no, that doesn't make it as fun no. for me. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. no there's going to be weight classes. <laughs> I had all I could do to stop. And no, they don't want to play with you. Just just stand there and drink your bush light. <laughs> 
All right, uh, Jason, what about you? You got a game you want to review? Sure. Uh, I'm going to talk about second season pro football from our friends over at play.com. So this is a, a football game. Um, and I've played pizza box football. Tessa and I, my oldest, and I really like pizza yeah, box I, football. I, I, I was not impressed with box football. I got to be honest. I'm more of a play guy. Yeah, I, I liked it because she would play it and, you know, we'd be watching football and so we just kind of play a game. But it's very generic, right? Like, there's no teams, really. There's, um, But, the, like, the, well, the, and the, the pegboard and the, and the is kind of fun. And, and the critique of the play.coms is some of them are, uh, they play themselves, where the, the player doesn't have a lot of influence. So. Which I'm actually, so that's that's part of this. It It, it does have some of that where... The game, you, you can play it in a way where the game kind of makes all the decisions, which as far as football goes, I'm kind of okay with because it's off of football season right now and I'm kind of missing football. So I kind of played it and it's kind of like watching a game. And, um, and to be honest, in football, uh, uh, basically having played football, the coaches tell the players what to do and then the players basically do whatever the fuck they want to do and the coaches scream the entire time. That's basically the way a football play works. Right, right. Like half the players don't even understand from play to play what the fuck they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Also, having played football, I was one of those guys because I didn't super care. Or they would move you into a position you'd never prepared for. <laughs> right. Where you're like, uh, I don't, I'm the strong safety. We, we didn't practice They're like, this. mopping, mopping, you're on a halfback. I'm like, halfback? <laughs> like, what the fuck do I even do a halfback? Like, I was a strong safety. Like, okay. I, what's my hole? <laughs> do Where do I run? If they're trying to call and play, I'm like, is that my hole? Like, which hole? Between <laughs> which guys? <laughs> where to go. Um, so the rules are very straightforward. Um, but kind of, they're the rules that you kind of have to play to really understand because it's kind of, you, the, the rules kind of guide you through how to read the, the, the playbook, really, and then you just kind of go from there. And I bought it secondhand, so I don't know exactly what comes in the game and what what oh nice what kind wow. of came from you know the outside. Um, like a BG, was this a BGG buy? It was a trade, I think, actually. But yeah. Okay. Um, so so I played it only solo, and there are a lot of solo tools out there, and the the game has two player or solo rules. You you kind of do it differently, but it it, it has like a and it's on the website for free that you can download, like a play sheet. Um, and it comes with a bunch of pawns and two dice. What I ended up doing, though, is I put um, some cubes in the box, like some little Euro cubes, and then um, 2D6 of the same color but different sizes for two colors. So like red and blue or black and white. And then a third color D6 and a D20. And with those six dice, you're good to go. Because you, you can basically, instead of rolling three times during your turn, you can just, 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 roll, just roll, roll everything at one time and then just kind of sort it out. And so for that, uh, when you're on, when you're the player, you can choose your offense or defense. Um, what I would do oftentimes is just roll and kind of see what would come up. And if I didn't like it for that situation, I would change it. But instead so, of so now, Jason, just real quick. So basically, for 
Uh, you you have a season of teams. Yes. Like you get like the 2012 right. NFL season or whatever. Right. And then you're like, I'm going to play the Eagles I, and I'm going to play against the Chargers. Yeah. So I played the. Um, and for some you reason, I don't have lineup? a You set the lineup? You can. You have a you can. team it, card or. Yeah. So I guess I should start there. Well, let me let me finish I'm what I'm talking curious. about the dice. So, right. so with right. the dice, um, I would just roll it and, and kind of sort it out from there. And I recommend doing that because it makes the game go a lot faster. Uh, and then I use the cubes to mark the time on the score sheet, um, the down and distance, um, and then what calls were played so that I can reference them back. So yeah, so in the, in the box, you get the rules. Uh, you get a playbook, which is, or a game book, which is like uh, the results from the dice. And then you get teams. Uh, so I have the 2007 season, um, and on each team for that now, season. It, and, and did you want 2007, or is that just the season just you got? In it. Yeah. Right. So I have the very i I have a an earlier edition, and I think because you can buy seasons from them from play, um, right. and I and sure. I, th- I I think I'm going to pick some up because I really like the game. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, so the, the, on the on the team card you get on the top half is the defense. On the bottom half is the offense for each. And it recommends that you fold it in half so that you can kind of lay them out and, and you flip and, it. And, and, and second spoiler alert, uh, I'm a huge fan of history making a small from these guys. So I'm already on board. So. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. The, the guild is big supporters of, of, of play.com. Um, so how it works with the, with the starting lineup is uh, for each position, there are, let's say three or four or two to four players in that position. And the starters are bold, but if you want to, you can change that. So you can do a whole lineup. You can, you, there's a lot of ways to customize the game. Um, but I play with just the starters because it's easier that way, but there's also on there a chart um, for each position. So like rushers, um, there's five rushers uh, and and then they're numbered inside or outside, basically one through 20. And that's why I rolled the D20 is to see, you know, instead of making a call, Hey, I want Davenport in here. I can just let the D20 make that call for me. Now, um, you know, when you said number one through 20, is that based on the like skill, the particular rush move or? Yeah. So, so let's say that the, the 2007 Steelers, just because I, that's who I have in my, in my hand. Um, the, the rushers are Willie Parker, uh, not Jesus, Davenport, Davis, Russell, and Creeder. Um, and then Parker and Davenport are the, the, you know, Parker is, um, let me see. Where am I? Parker is the starting running back, with Davenport kind of being slightly behind. Um, so they're the they're basically uh, one through nineteen <laughs> between the two of them, and then one through twenty on outside. Um, so there's an outside chance that the one of those other guys might be in. So, but on you know, let's say on the receivers there's a lot more obviously so let's say i'm i'm running a medium pass to one of the receivers i roll a d20 um and i get a 10 santonio holmes is 4 to 11 so it just kind of helps 
No, okay. So really, you don't know who the receivers are in the lineup until you get the result of the play. Right. The way I play it. You you can pick, but so if you were to pick a play and then pick your, you know, who you want your runner and, and receiver to be on that play, that's a lot of, because the games are very right. long. Right. You know, that's, that's too, you're, you're yeah. taking two right. minutes to, to pick a lineup for a play that's going to take but literally a die roll. So I just add that D20 in to let the game just choose. So the game is kind of playing itself, and I'm just kind of So, so Jay, real quick, I just have some questions. Uh, oh, how are the plays called? Like, how do you pick plays? Okay. Give cards? It. No. Um, so how it works is you can pick um, basically on, on I'm talking on offense first. Yep. Offense yep, and defense. Sure. Yep. Um, so I roll a D six for that. Um, but you can pick, you can pick an inside run an outside run, a short pass, screen pass, medium pass, long pass. Um, and then there's some other, you can do like audibles and stuff like that. So I, I roll a D six on this solo chart. Um, that's like normal plays pass, you know, probable pass plays, probable run plays. So I just let the game choose. But if it chooses something that doesn't make sense to me, I just change it. Um, so you pick one of those plays, and then the defense picks basically what they're defending against. A pass play, a run play, a safe defense, or a blitz defense. <clears throat> and then when you're on offense, if you're playing two-player, um, the, the second player would pick their defense. In solo, you roll on this chart. It will tell you what you're doing. And then to figure out what's going on with the play, uh, you roll on the game book. So if you, you know, say you're doing a short pass against a blitz defense, you're rolling um, a D66, which is, you know, two D6s right. that, you, that right. you read one through six. And then you look at the chart. So say you roll a 44 again on a short pass versus a blitz defense um you look at the quarter so there's a column for each quarter and then it will tell you um which so let's say we're in the first quarter we're going to look at the tb player and if they're rated for a zero pass so then you look at your offense because the the defensive players are all one letter the offensive players are all two letters uh, so tb is going to be on the offense and then you look at their pass rating, which on the Steelers here, uh, Willie Colon is a zero pass. So that's a yes. And then you look at the yes column to get your result. And those players change from quarter to quarter for some reason, which I guess just to kind of mix it up. Um, but it'll give you a result. And it'll either give you like a rating on the player card plus something, maybe a D6 or plus two, you know, something like that. Or you go to a different chart. There's these uh, XR, XS, XM, XL charts that you go to, and then you roll again um, to get kind of different crazy results. So it sounds like a lot, but it, it plays, like each play goes pretty quickly. Um, but because you're playing four quarters of a football game, it, it, it takes almost... I would say it takes about three hours to play. Oh my god! Are you yeah, serious? yeah. And oh. that's with the game playing itself, and right. you're not Even, doing yeah. all the bells and whistles, right? Oh. So, so me just kind of doing it, maybe two. You know, if if you get there, because 
but it, it it takes a long fucking time because you're playing each play is like 15 to 30 yeah, seconds plays, right each quarter right <laughs> it's time because it's timed so it's timed right? so you're checking off time you're you're tracking all this stuff and and that you're basically so i think there's other ways to score it but basically have, have how it played, wants you to have, do have, it. have have you played other football games like like the status pro football or whatever they just pizza or, box i know i, I know pete, pete likes it like i haven't played status pro i've i've looked at it but then <sighs> i so it takes a long time but it's one of those games because you can just sit down and play a few plays and then walk away you know hey i need you to take the trash out or whatever and then you come back to it a couple minutes later and and because you're keeping yes. track of everything it's easy to come there's back. there's limits there's limits <laughs> to how long you're willing to play a game. That's true. And and it's, it's a little bit long. Um, I wish it was like 90 minutes. I think that's probably about where it should be. But it takes like – it's like watching a football game, the the, the time you're putting into it. And, and do you have like a little football that you're basically moving like up and down the field? I have a cube, but yeah. Yeah. But you're, you're marking field position basically? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, HMP just seems like it runs pretty quickly. Where my only concern was I felt like uh, the game almost runs itself, where uh, the players don't have a lot of input into how History Maker Baseball results, and you're just kind of like, so like you got you definitely have to have the manager cards with the game, and you 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 have to annoyingly it gives you one set, and so then you have to like make another mm. set for another player, and. The manager cards give you some ways to influence a guy, a player, by either making a guy hot or walking out there. But the same way a manager would work in real baseball, where you feel like your pitcher's in trouble, so you're going to walk out to the mound and like try to, or whatever, try to shake him up or like get him going. Or have you played uh, that two player? I have history maker baseball, and it plays a bunch of times, way quick, really quickly. So I think um, I think that's my complaint here is I don't think this is a very good two player game because on defense, you know, you have one of five things to pick from and then you're not doing anything. You're not I don't think you're rolling dice on defense at all. Um you're just kind of calling like What are your options? What are your options? It's like I'm going to do like uh like prevent or we're going to blitz or we're going to like sam blitz or will blitz or whatever. Uh not not even that specific. Just kind of calling for the type of defense. So run, pass, blitz or safe. And I've only played it solo, oh, that, so I don't I don't there might be so more that's it? to it. The, those are your three choices for defense? Right. Um wow. I think Let's see. Yeah. Does the does the does the team's defense factor in like their quality? It does. Yeah. So each player has right. has ratings um, for their position, but also against runner pass plays. But you don't get to pick like, hey, my strong safety is blitzing. You just say I'm blitzing, and then depending on what the offensive player rolls, and you know that result is is what offensive or defensive players rating matters for that play so it's a little weird it, it takes a little getting used to um it, and and there and is that how, how many how many games it, how many games have you played jason so have you played like matchups you feel like the matchups feel like right like what what matches have you played um so it was, you know 2007 and by the way hey, can, I, can i just say real quick 
Newcastle United still in the Premier League. Hell yeah. I, yep. I'm following there we go. along. Tunes. <laughs> um, I played two, and I can't remember. The last one I played was the, the Steelers and, and Titans. Um, and it felt right. Um, I don't know if it necessarily felt right for those teams in that season necessarily. Um, you know what I mean? Like, because that was a long time ago, but, but it, right. There, there were plays that were like, Oh, you know, really exciting to, to, to kind of watch play out. But, but again, you're kind of, I was watching it play out because, because of the way I was playing it. Um, but it did give me that, that football fix in the middle of the off season, which is really all I could ask for. Do, do they do college also or just pro? There are, I think on the website, there's free college seasons. Um, and I think one of them was the year ASU went to um, the national, not the national championship, the, the Rose Bowl in, in the 90s. Um, so I think I'm going to. Is this the that. Desert Storm team? Is the, yeah. Is that the, it, yeah. Jake Jake Plummer and all those guys. Back the, the desert day. swarm. What were they? Desert swarm, desert swarm. I don't know what that's. Yeah. Like. So it's it's fun. Um, it is incredibly long for what it is, um, and you know they just put out. I don't know if it's out, but that you know anniversary edition where it's. It was incredibly expensive. I think I I got the game for. Yeah, I pass. On I, that I, yeah, I traded away for like a twenty dollars game, so I, I feel like I got a decent amount of value out of it. I'll probably pay them some money to get, um, you know, like a, a more recent team, two thousand seven. So, 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 Jason. So, let's say you want the Cardinals. So, what when you get the Cardinals, what do you get? Do you get like a uh, cards for the quarterbacks? No, do you it's, get like it's, cards for the defenses. What what, it, what what do you get when you buy a team? So it's and so you buy the season, and and so I think you get all all the all the teams. Um, let me just pull one of these cards out. So each team is one eight and a half by eleven. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm interested just knowing how it's articulated into the individual okay. players, or so each. So it's by teams, and then on top of the page, the first the top half of the page is the defense. The bottom half is the offense. And each position has a little box in it, and that will have two to four players in it in each of those boxes. Um, so going back to the 2007 Steelers, uh, the quarterback is Roethlisberger or Charlie Batch. Um, and there's stats in there, the completion percentage, basically. I, I noticed that you're not like on the Cardinals for any of these teams, but... That's well, fine. 2007. Well, Come on, Josh Rosen. Let's go, <laughs> Josh Rosen. No, he's not here anymore. He got traded That's away. Right. He was the dream. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was never the dream. They don't know how to pick quarterbacks. Yeah, um, you guys are doing run. You guys are doing run and gun now. Sure. Let's get the yeah. let's get the stats for this team. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it so like on the defense, it's really only pass or run stats. There's there's not you know, sack percentages or anything like that. It's not that detailed. Um, for most of the positions, it's only pass or run. Um, and then the running backs, 
Um, some of the receivers have more more stats for that go into detail on the results end. Um, but it's pretty easy to 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 capture out of the results. Um, you don't have to know necessarily what they mean um, to to roll with it. Like the kickers just have. Um, oh, geez. A bug just landed on my game. Um, yeah, but I mean, so, so like, do you have cards for like running backs? N- there aren't cards. There's one sheet for the whole team. I got it. So it gives you <laughs> the guys you can put in. Right, right. So, the, so right. the whole defense is on the top half of the page. See, it's hard for me to get because I'm used to history making baseball right. where you have like a lineup of cards that you run through and like. Yeah, this is like a like a, almost like a stat sheet. Uh, so it just has positions, and then so you, have a, you have basically a team sheet that you're you're playing. Right, right. Uh, so I I like it. It's it's long, um, but it's a lot of fun. It it's like watching a football game play out. It 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 comes with like these these tracker sheets, so you can kind of write down what happens in each play. And the, I think maybe that's where it's taking me so long because I. I'm kind of writing some color commentary for kind of oh, yeah, what happened. Cool and, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Which, which, which is kind of part of the joy of it. It was the same way with the uh, history maker baseball. We got, I got carried away with the scorecard app. Like the scorecard app would let you like use it. They use it to like, uh, if you want to score your kid's softball game, but I was scoring oh, cool. all my history no, maker baseball yeah. games. Like where the ball landed, like where, right. like it lets you pick everything on the field. So that's cool. Nerds. Nerds, Sports exactly, nerds. Exactly. Um, but I, I do want to say I do I do appreciate the uh, yeoman's work that midbacks have been doing to hand the Los Angeles Dodgers the divisional championship this year. <laughs> you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> we tried. It's basically it's uh, a whirlpool. Like if we it's basically like a parade. We're parading through Paris every time we come down to Phoenix to play some ball games. Fucking it's Arizona great. sports suck, man. Good stuff. It's good stuff. Like, well, like, though you you, like you being, did dump AJ Pollock on us. We paid money for him, and he is like, like his screws immediately fell out of his elbow. But like growing up here, and I I wasn't born here. I didn't, you know, I I've lived here for a while. But like, you know, you walk around town, you don't see very many Cardinals hats or jerseys. You see some stickers on cars. You know, you don't see a lot of Diamondbacks or God forbid Coyotes. We were in Las Vegas two weeks ago. Everyone there is wearing Warriors or Knights, whatever, Golden Knights. Well, but, yeah, but they, like, they had like that, that team did very but, well their first year. But like, year. come on. They just got there and everyone there is wearing jerseys. It's fucking ridiculous. And the, the yeah. Cardinals can't get any love. Unfortunately, we're going to have to choke you guys out this year. You guys are done. So Dodgers are clearly going to win. Yeah, whatever. Smoke everyone. Yeah. And that's it. I just can't relate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. There, there's a that's star destroyer there, though, right? Yeah, we have college sports. Are you an yeah, Iowa Jeff, fan you, I, or Iowa State? Iowa State or Iowa? No, no, Iowa State all the way. Go yeah, Iowa! I, 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 I hate Iowa. Iowa in the no, Big no, I, no, no, Iowa State Cyclones. There you go. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, Iowa State is like Iowa State's a dangerous team because like they beat like big. 
We, we I, teams, I would say yeah. I would say Big Twelve teams are they even Big Twelve anymore? What are they? That's what they call it, but there's not right. twelve teams anymore. But, I, but Iowa State will go down there and beat the shit out of Big Twelve teams. Like it's not you cannot count on winning against them. No, no, we and even the Iowa Iowa State game is not a guarantee. Not anymore. Even the I even though the Iowa fans look down on Iowa State fans like they're the deplorables. That's why I hate them so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, growing up, my, my family my family lives out by Iowa, but my dad is definitely would if he had to categorize himself, he'd be an Iowa State fan. Nice. And the Iowans we're gaining ground. The Johnson County Iowans were a bunch of pussies, total pussies. Uh, no. <laughs> they they need to like send somewhere else. Yeah, they, it, it, we won't get into it, but it's it, there, there's issues there. When you see an Iowa license plate, you're like, oh, cool Iowa, and then you see Johnson County, you're like, well, yeah. doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. All right, so I'm gonna go to the bathroom because I'm yeah. a human being, not a cyborg. <laughs> That's right, and I'm gonna get some tequila, and then I'm going to give my reviews. Jason, do you have another review? I like the review of that game. Um, I'm not going to play that, though. That's fair. That's fair. It's not for everyone. One, I'm down on football lately. Not, not a, I'm, I'm down on NFL football. Are you anti And Is it and all the just, head injury or just football in general? No, just the fucking political shit. Mm-hmm. I, don't need, I, don't need, I don't need your chocolate in my peanut butter to make Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Keep your chocolate <laughs> out of my fucking peanut butter. I'm not sure what that yeah. means. <laughs> Maybe we could talk about that off mic. All right. So uh so I'm gonna hit the head and then we'll come back and I'll talk about some games. All right. Cool. It's gonna be awesome. I can cut it out. Hey, I've got music too. I have, I've, I've, I've been building up my music library. <laughs> <laughs> Send it my way. I get in the trailer park by the Cowboy Junkies. Put that in there. <laughs> nice. All right, so we ready? We're back. Everyone's on empty. Yep. All right. Nice. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I think I, I might have talked about this before, but I've witnessed uh, in the Midwest. I don't know if people are used to this, but if you're like in a uh, cosmopolitan city, uh, you might not be aware that Facebook is used differently uh, by small town Midwesterners than it's used by you. So if you're sitting there uh, sipping your your daiquiri that your maid made for you uh, about five minutes ago and you're living in uh, Dublin, California, um, you might not be aware that out in the middle of rural Missouri, Facebook is a completely different experience. So uh, I started joining some of these small communities that I thought I was going to become part of, like just to kind of see what they were doing. And they've got these groups called like the good, the bad, and the ugly of their town, I guess. Right. Jason, are you aware of this? No. All right. So uh, once you get past, I'm not a Facebook guy. 50% of the the posts are about missing dogs. (laughs) So so that's your sign that you've gotten off the reservation as far as uh like just i don't know i keep my dog in my house 
Like my dog is not going to escape. My dog doesn't know how to open the door, uh, unlock the door and get away. So Jason, have you suffered a lost dog recently? No. Is that a problem? I sure haven't. We keep ours locked in the backyard. Jeff, how about you? Lost dog? Yep. And it's returned to her via Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking classic, dude. I'm telling you, they do it. So so half these things are they post all these pictures. Half the posts, first of all, you get past the fact that half the posts are about dogs. And then the other half are about people who need stuff. Like, hey, does anybody have like a tractor tire? And then one guy's like, well, do you need it for like a tractor or just one guy's like, well, I'm trying to lose weight, so I'm going to flip it over. <laughs> so they get these big <laughs> conversations about. But it is, it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's kind of like, uh, like, do you guys have that, Jeff? Do you guys have like a Facebook sure. group for your community? Uh, bigger than that. You know, the community is pretty small, but it, no, or it's for bigger. Your, for your like county? county? You have yeah. a county one? What's it called? Uh, that one's like independence, something, something. I don't know. I and the do dogs. People, do people ever get on it and get in the big arguments with each other about who? No nope. people. What? No. Nope. Oh really? Oh, geez. I've never seen an argument. No. Oh my god, there's epic ones on ours. <laughs> like, no, I've but seen- I've seen. I need a set of tires, and they're like, "What size?" And yeah, they'll get like five responses saying, "Hey, you can just have them." Right, and sometimes I've seen some that, that are really good. Where the um, once a mom was like, "Hey, I'm short on formula. My public assistance doesn't until Monday, and I'm diluting." And another lady's like, "Don't dilute. Don't formula. dilute. That's really bad for babies. It can cause Jesus. Babies. So, so other moms, others are like, "I've got extra formula. Where do you live?" And they end up hooking up and taking That's this great. gal like. This is how these small towns are, are using Facebook to work out all their stuff. Right? Ralph, so. Ralph just turned the podcast off. Oh, really? yeah, he's like, I don't want to hear about this. <laughs> I don't hear about this no, socialism. Uh, teachers. Teachers, if they need something for the classroom, will post on all there. Right. And- well, and I've had it too. Like I had one gal, uh, she said, uh, Walmart, did anybody find any money? Because I dropped 60 bucks while I was at Walmart. My daughter was going to have her birthday, but that was supposed to be her birthday money. And so so I was like, so I was like fuck it. I'm going to find a message check. And I'm like, hey, uh, do you need like, what's your PayPal? Like if you need Aww. 60 bucks, I'm like, I'll send you 60 bucks. And she's like, You're oh, no, best. I'm okay. Then she's like, no, she wants to do something else. Like, it's not a big deal. I said, you know, giving the money is part of the, the joy of, of having, you know, and she's like, then I started feeling creepy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> take my money, lady. Like, like we, she's refusing. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well. So, so Aaron uses an app called Nextdoor to do that. She doesn't use Facebook for that, but it's like, yeah, all the, hey, there's coyotes in the area. Be careful oh, no. and all that. Missouri is all about the Facebook. Like it's funny because like, the the other thing that happens is the sheriff's department will arrest a bunch of people for like meth or post all their pictures up on the thing, and so they're like on Facebook. Oh yeah. Oh, that's great. And, and so the, and then everyone starts sending them posts, and it becomes a huge post chain. Do they tag them in it? That'd be even oh better. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Everyone they they tag yeah. everyone. The and, county and, sheriff's department puts well, out their arrests right. every week. Right. So so then so uh, then the lady will be like, the, somebody from the family will be like, no, that's bull. 
So basically say like, while doing a, a routine uh, check at this hotel, we found this, this guy drove up, deputies recognized that he was not supposed to have a license, he's suspended, they stopped and they found methamphetamine, blah, 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 blah. And then they usually have like the dog, the dog is always Aww. the hero, the dog smelled the dope, and then they have a picture of the dog, like, yay! And then they have all the dopers, like pictures of all the dopers. So then family members will get on and be like, that's not how it was. That's not what happened. So then the sheriff will get on and be like, wrong. This is what happened. Like the sheriff starts arguing on Facebook with- Must not be an election forum, Jesus. On a public forum with, with the family members. And they're like, Matt Aller, I've known you for eight years. He's like, I've known you all my <laughs> life. I don't care. Like this like, and I'm like, oh my God, it's great. I love it. I well, that's it exactly it on two on how the cops recognize they know them. It's like, we right. know yeah. you don't I have a driver's right. license. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing? This I, is why I could drive on, I'm, on a suspended license here and no one would know. Cause you th know. this is, this is why I'm moving out of this area to somewhere where it's smaller because out here, everyone's anonymous. And they can just like shit and no one ever says anything and they can just escape and just fade back into the millions of other people out in uh, Camden County or Miller County, Missouri. You can't do that because everyone's like, it's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> they will know me right away. They're going to know right away who I am. And that's how it is in Mexico or Audrain or up where uh, we're the same way. They know everyone. And that creates accountability. So you can't you can act like a dipshit because people know who you are. And word well, gets I, I around. You, Je there's still yeah, peer if, pressure. If Jeff acted like else. a big asshole in town, uh, people won't want to deal with him, and that's going to hurt him when he tries to do something or buy something when he tries or whatever. To buy some tractor tires. Yeah, they'll be yeah. like, "Fuck off!" No one's gonna <laughs> give me any tires on the Facebook swap. The, well, that no, that that's what I try to explain to people. Like when I'm from here, when I'm like, if you're gonna like, get in a road accident, that guy's brother might be the barber in town. Now you gotta drive like 20 miles to get a fucking haircut because <laughs> that guy's not cutting your hair. That's great, and it's driving distance to a lot of stuff. Well, where where you're going? Yeah. Maybe it's it's okay. It's it's driving distance to Swolcon. Uh, I'm outside of Jeff City, probably forty five to fifty outside of Columbia, where Mizzou is. So it's cool. We're gonna yeah. be good. That's good. But that's it. I thought that was funny. Like I've never seen Facebook used the way people use it. It's the craziest. But literally, like. 90% of the fucking posts are about dogs getting loose. I'm like, can't you people just keep your dog inside your fucking house? Like, they're like, people stealing dogs. They're like now upset about people stealing dogs. I'm like, how did they get in your house? Oh, that's right. Your dog was not in your house. You just let your dog run around in your backyard. Like, we have never Sh done that. Shade. Well, but you. I, I've never let my dog run loose when I'm not home. She's not in the backyard, she's in the house. Jason, have you ever done that? Well, we, I mean, we have a dog uh, door to the backyard, but we that's have how coyotes get in your house. What are you doing? Are you crazy? You live in the oh, desert. We have a fence. Coyotes aren't getting I, over my fence. Oh, how high you are. Oh, Jesus. We have a six do, foot do fence. You have any idea? 
Do you have any idea how it's high a block? Can, can wow. Trivia the, question. <laughs> then they can. Then, then they can. Then they Jason can has dogs. lived in. This is incredible. The Jason has desert his entire life, and he has no idea. <laughs> I mean, desert can jump. Desert adjacent. No, it, I mean it happens, but I, I'm also not locking my dogs up all day because I'm not dealing with that. I'd rather deal with them being eaten than deal with shit in my house every day. Uh, all right, so I'm sorry. So if you kept your dogs inside, what would they do? Uh, shit and pee everywhere. Are you kidding me? What, we what have, kind of dogs do we you have? We have three tiny little dogs. They, they have, oh, you have little dogs. Yeah, we That's have little problem. dogs. Right. No, nope. Yeah. Yep, there you go. I know. You did that to yourself. And Self-inflicted. <laughs> That's Aaron inflicted. I'm just <laughs> ca- counting them down. Yeah, they're getting older. Hopefully. They're getting older, and I'm just like, come you just, on. One, one, one big dog equals all three of those right, dogs. Right, right. So that's the plan. We're gonna, when these all die, we're gonna give it a little bit, and then. I mean, Aaron likes my dog. My dog's a good dog. Yeah. She's just big. She's she wants pounds. She wants like a golden retriever. She wants a big. dog. Oh yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah, I want to get rid of the get rid I wanna, of the toys. I want to whip it. Mid-size. No. I'm a mid-size Why would kind you, of dog. That, that sounds like a really like <laughs> high-maintenance dog right away. Hey, I'm a high-maintenance kind of guy. A whippet sounds like a dog that cringes when you say <laughs> hi to it. A little bit. Makes it me feel powerful. Run. It just wants to run away. <laughs> it's going to jump. It's going to run, jump your I, fence, and I run can, off. I can get drunk and yell at it and feel feel strong. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to drown itself in the Colorado River like five can days you guys, after you buy it. Mm, not find love and acceptance in a more conventional way that you need a dog or what? Oh no. Jeff, you don't have a dog? I, no, I am not a pet guy. These these three tiny little dogs are my wife's. So, I, I am not a pet Jeff, person. you hold on, hold on. Jeff, you don't have a dog? Girlfriend a f- has two littles, the daughter has two, and the stepdaughter has one and a cat. Yeah, but how many how many all. of them live in your house? All of those previously mentioned. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Uh, I got sticks located. Dude. I like walking sticks, shillelaghs and stuff. And so I got, wherever I'm at, there's one conveniently located. If I have to beat See, some ass, I'm ready to go. But, but is that because the dogs are like out of control? They're not so much out of control. It's just I have no need. For them. It's like they say I hate animals, but I work with animals all day long. Thousands yeah, but of you them. Work, but and so when honest, I come you, home, I don't Jeff, have more Jeff, animals. Jeff, you work with killing animals. That's the idea. The animals are all dead at the end. Isn't that the plan? We're eating well, those animals. Aren't, aren't we all going to be all dead at the end? <laughs> Preach. Jeff, you're you're not trying to create a better uh, pork empire. You're trying to create more pork than ever. Yes, I am. I'm trying to feed the planet. <laughs> That's right. And I appreciate you're, you're your like, work. Yeah, you're you're not like let's big let's build a better world for the pig democracy, the pig republic. You're like let's find a way we can eat more pig. And now we got bacon and ice cream and everything oh, else. Oh no, it's the best. And and Jeff, I have to say, 
if I had to pick one job that I thought was in my top 10 most important personally for me jobs, it would be your job. Oh, yeah. Because I love me some pig. <laughs> it's the most beautiful. I agree with Homer Simpson. It's fascinating imaginary animal ever created. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes from pig. Mm hmm. Oh, right, Lisa. Everything from one animal. <laughs> no, I just don't need dogs under my feet all the time, and I, I like to go places and do things. But you guys, and I don't want to make you guys have yeah. fallen to the small dog trap. The small dogs well, are the worst. Now, but but even big, like I love dogs. I love dogs. I love other people's dogs. I don't want to take care. I bear, I hate taking care of my children. I don't want to take care of a dog. Preach. <laughs> I just, you know, like, it's so just like, get, dogs, like, look, I'm, I'm legally uh, obligated to take care of my own. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I bought, I bought this thing that now I have to pay for. Yeah. I understand. Because I've talked to attorneys. I understand what my legal I, obligations I know, I know are. Where I, <laughs> there are too many social uh, implications. And I'm not going to say too much. But like, but like, my, my dogs get fed at five o'clock in the morning and five o'clock in the evening. That's, and, that's, that's right. And and at five at at four o'clock in the afternoon, they're bouncing around like dipshits because they know they're going to be fed in an hour. Like, just you, we're not going to forget. Just do you do you never have a rattlesnake in your yard? Can't you just do like a like a I don't know. The force? I don't know where you think I live, but I live I live squarely <laughs> in the suburbs. I'm not in the desert. I'm not. I don't. Yo, you're not. On, you're not on the edge. I'm not. Peoria? No, no. I'm not. I don't. My backyard isn't a canyon like yours. See, I am, yeah. See, I'm on the edge. I'm surrounded. <laughs> like for by, me, I'm for me, my snake fence, asphalt and concrete. I, I walk my snake fence like I'm inspecting the Berlin mm. Wall. Like, I'm like, no. And the thing here is scorpions. Like scorpions are everywhere. We've never had a scorpion in any of our houses. Like we're we're no, we don't, we don't suburbia. No, no snakes. No coyotes. I, they'll they'll be in the neighborhood. But they're they're not going in people's backyards. I'm, right. I'm more concerned with hawks. The, the hawks here are huge. Oh, they'll, they'll pick up little dogs. Oh, great, good. Yeah, yeah. all eagles here. <laughs> oh, nice. there's been many a dog yeah. disappear. Yeah, that's a big bird. Yeah, my, my, my yeah my dog's too big. Yeah, yeah. yeah our little one. We have a little rat terrier, a toy rat terrier, and. Yeah, she's she's bird food. All right, so uh, we've gotten a bunch of new guys though recently. I've noticed into the groups, uh, we've gotten guys joining to our our groups and Discord. Jason, have you seen that? I have. I've commented to you that there's been a lot of new guys. Even at Soulcon, yeah. there were a lot of new guys there. Well, and yeah, so it's kind of like I, I noticed that we kind of like. The last time I felt like uh, last podcast, I'm like, am I pushing too hard on the going on and on about, hey, if you're listening and you want to play, you should join. But we have had a lot of guys come in. So hopefully that's going to lead to more guys coming in, participating, joining the guild, playing that stuff. We'll see. But whatever. So, I mean, frankly, like, who are we to tell you about games? We're a bunch of fucking <laughs> idiots, too, just like you. Like. Like, <laughs> you know it's, what I mean? it's about playing and finding people to talk. To. I I, I feel like I feel like a guy who uh, 
Jeff, for example, uh, Jeff's never met me. So Jeff's listening to me on the podcast and then he meets me and I feel like Jeff meets me and is like, yeah, that's it. I'm like, anyway, right. Uh, I got to go play a game. <laughs> it's like, like Jeff's, Jeff's not like, Hey, uh, I brought this poster sized picture of you. I want you to sign. Like, it's not like, like there's none of it's we're regular guys that are just playing games and we're all the one thing that I thought was really weird. And two, I've been in the guild for years. Jeff, first, first of all, Jeff, were you very excited when you first met me in person? I was. Yes. Fuck, Jeff. That that's not the, that's not what I'm asking. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, that's but, not the same yeah. question. I was very excited to hear you. Come like, why and, would why yeah. would you want to meet everyone? That doesn't even make any sense, Jeff. <sighs> You're ruining this for me. That's it. I quit. I'm not podcasting. Anymore. You were just saying you're just like everyone else, and I say it, and then it's like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, you're supposed to. No, you're disagree with me. Oh fuck! You fucked the whole thing up. There's a special. Level. All right, let's start over. Let's start over. Jason, delete that whole thing. Yep. Okay. So let's go back. So Jeff, when we first met, what did you think? I, I, I thought that all the all the all the lore behind the god was true. Good. And it's like. I I came home and I built the shrine. And, and then when you when you kneeled, I kneeled you with the cup. <laughs> I kneaded you with my dip cup. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. And and one but, thing though. All right. Just is this, let me throw it, well, this in before here. you interrupt me. Uh, is it is, complimentary? Be complimentary to me or not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's good. Complimentary. Carry on. Carry on. So, one thing that was weird for me is like I, I'll log on and I'll listen to people playing games. I'll be doing my and i don't often say much it, just having that in the background and they'll be going over charts and drms and everything else and i just love listening to it and then i i follow on bgg and on discord and on on rocket and all that other yeah, stuff so you're basically joining up with games and just hanging out and just kind of drifting with them yeah but more of a lurker and so then when i met these people you know that for example I've read everything's posted and he's for the last in great, two or three years. Hilarious dude. He is. But it, it felt like I knew all these people and no one there I I knew so no one there had a clue who the fuck I was. Because <laughs> I I don't have that, you know, Jason and I played one eighteen XX game and, and I think we played a coin game. Mm-hmm. That's right. And and so and so I played some games, but of the twenty five people in the room, I'd had very little contact with most everyone in there, and so it was just weird feeling. I knew those people personally, knowing that they didn't have any idea well, who just, I was because right, I don't because post heard them, much. right? And you like interacted with them, kind of. Yeah, I've heard everything they say on the game the posts they make you know and you, you get to know them and their sense of humor and even on the facebook page you know uh the people that are more active you get you get a sense that you know them even though you've never met and well, so, i just cool. found it weird did you, but did you feel like afterwards like you kind of kind of like connected the circle where you knew these guys now absolutely um uh because I, I, I would have been right on Jeff right away where I'm like, I'm loving the fucking suspenders, motherfucker. I'm like, you need to wear your fucking yeah. suspenders every fucking day, dude. I should have 
that uh, <laughs> I love that. Know, Ralph and uh, Justin. I mean, just everyone there. It was it was great. And it's a great group. I of think guys. we all shared. Yeah, core. You know, we we have a lot of things in common, and and it, it's it's easy to connect at those things. So and, no, it and, was, and, yeah, we. We occasionally fight or squabble about shit, but in the end, it's all about like we are who we are, right? We love each other, so uh, we're, we're a bunch of guys who've like l- like learned to get to know each other. And it's great to see guys who Jeff who've never played face to face with any of these guys, and then you're in, and now these guys they see you at AEC Con or whatever, they're like, "Fuck, we know that dude." Yeah, it's Jeff with a like uh, to be. That's right. That's right. Not Canadian Jeff. G off, no, no G offs. So new people well, continue to continue to keep going because there's yeah. opportunities like that. Agreed, agreed. All right, so I have some games I want to talk about. Oh yeah, and some of these uh, we've just a little. Bit. Uh, first is Red Factories. Red Factories came out from ASL. MMP recently. Uh, I've got it set up and we're going to be running it at uh, AAC Con in Dallas in October. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much a straightforward ASL product, uh, a ton of, of maps. Um, <laughs> straightforward. It, but, it's huge. Well, it's basically be like three or three, four, maybe four feet, eight feet. I think it's eight feet by four feet when you put it all together. Yeah. Luckily, I can currently put that out on my t- table, so we're good. So I, I'm running through it. Um, meanwhile, Pete and I are running some small scenarios through just to make sure we, we're getting it right. And uh, we've got an Aussie coming out too also to uh, yeah. enjoy and play in it. So that's cool. So it's probably going to be a combo of uh, me, uh, Abe, uh, B-Mode, Medicine Man, and – I'm trying to think if there's somebody else playing. Remember, is Pete playing? Oh, Pete's playing, and Pete, of course. So that, that's who it's going to be. So, uh, yeah, and just running through kind of the rules to make sure we can get get through some of the weird stuff that's involved. I mean, there's a lot of there's tons of factories. This is the battling through like the northern part of Stalingrad. So it's all like the big giant uh, iron ovens and a lot of factories being blasted. So we'll see. We'll see how it. Um, but Red Factory is obviously for an ASL player. I don't need to tell you to buy it because you're going to buy it. It's 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 the They've Red Barricades. It. Yeah, it's basically Red Barricades, which we wanted for so long to be reprinted, and uh, Red Orchestra, which I think is RO uh, together. So that's it. So you're going to get it if you wanted it. You'll buy it. The other one I'm going to talk about is Combined Operations. So I know I've talked about Federation Empire. And this is a game that people are like, all right, like, like we get it. That's and it, it's slow, and there's production. Oh, I have to stop and pull out a spreadsheet and start figuring out. Um, basically, Ralph and I have been playing Federation Empire for quite a while, almost a year, and uh, we're really enjoying it. And combined operations, they they basically made like six or seven supplements to the original game that came out and combined operations is one of those so rather than going through boring 
descriptions of all the details of how the stuff goes. I'm just going to run through combined operations and talk about what it brings to the game and what, what it can add. And uh, if you ever wanted to play a real strategy uh, game, which like I, I've described earlier, leaves you sitting in your car wondering like, could I have done a different production for war cruisers? Have I made desperate mistakes? <laughs> like, like there's there's just things that like you would never experience in a different game. So uh, what combined operations adds is it adds uh, uh, more in-depth electronic warfare, where before if one side had a scout and the other side didn't, then that side would get individual. Now electronic warfare is based on how good the ships in the different battle forces are at providing electronic warfare. So it kind of like beat that up a little bit. Um, there are uh, a variety of different stations, like base stations. Now, instead of having a battle station or a star base, you can have a base station that's kind of in between the two. Um, there are actual uh, torpedo boat fighter divisions, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so let's get through all that stuff. All right, so there, there are stuff hydrants where they can have uh, uh, special pods that let them supply fighters to their ships. There are light tugs instead of regular tugs. But the most important things I think that come up pack forces in ground combat. So you can build suicide freighters that basically are like ships that you're just going to launch into star bases to destroy them. And there's new rule ground forces like Marines and prime teams. Prime teams are like uh, uh, units that can maybe like commando groups that can come in and sabotage planets to give you benefits or maybe go out and survey groups like but the captain discover new planets more easily. So that's it. That's combined operations. Comes with a bunch of counters. 800. 800 counters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. <laughs> the game is, and unless you've played it, I don't know if you know it, but it's really good. So, so I've a game, the base game at the publishers. How much do you suggest, you know, a guy that that's going to get into it? What drop this game? Ralph and I have only played the base game. We've been playing the base game for a year. But how, how, how much would you recommend spending on this? I don't want to judge people, <laughs> um, but I'm going to say hey, I just spent I would $175 say this. on a train game. So you're in a safe space. Here's, here's what I would say. I own everything. Um, and this only. Oh, I need the products. I bought the three products I didn't own. Um, I would say buy the base game and play it and see if you enjoy it, because I think you will. And if it's something that the. the the mathematical process and the the action that you your mind goes through while playing, uh, I enjoy. So, so, so for somebody who's going to play, who's a completist, serious OCD like myself, so if if I like the base game, what's it going to cost me at the end? Two fifty, maybe two fifty. Maybe that's not horrible. Maybe maybe two fifty. And that's so I'm like back to where it used to be. I, w I won't even thumb an ASL post on 
BGG because <laughs> I ever even think I might like it, I might as well just shoot myself in the head because I would have to try to hunt down every expansion, every counter well, and, and, ever made. And the, the problem is it's not possible because ASL so... Hey, by the way, Backdoor, I want to say, great guy. Also met him for the first time at the con. Really super dude. Good, good dude. And Tobias, Tobias is another guy I met for the great guy. Yep. Playing Goss. Who else? Who else was out there, Jeff, that we haven't met? I don't know. Chris, Chris Barnett. That was Jack's brother. Yeah. Chris came out. He was a good guy. He played uh, Fed and Empire. Yeah. Probably scared him off because we got really drunk. <laughs> um, whatever. So. Most of them pretty popular. I mean, there was Todd and Ty and Mitch. And well, and Todd. The great post too, he was like, I was like, hey, I'm kind of an inverted guy, but I like Todd basically is like a shy guy, but we're like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> <you> playing? <laughs> like, we, we just don't tolerate that. Yeah. And, that, and Simon, Simon yep. came out for a little bit. Yep. And uh, Kev then was we, there. we invited Simon back, but then we were hungover so we can play. Uh, Tony and Tyler. Damn, that's um, right. Yeah, a lot of great guys. But yeah, I would say with uh, Fed and Empire, buy the basic game, play it. If you really get into it, then buy the other stuff. I mean, that's the way it works, right? So you can definitely play a modern version of Fed and Empire and have a great time. And uh, like I said, Ralph and I have not used any of the other stuff, and we've been playing for almost a year. So That's pretty incredible. Yeah, the, it's great. Is it's the, base great game, game. the base game is relatively cheap, right? 70 bucks somewhere in there 70 probably 70 That's how many bad. tables of charts and and counters and the, the, no the individual the individual stuff is not complicated basically when basically when two fleets fight you have to a ship that's going to be your command ship right 70 maybe say you have 100 ships your command ship is your best command ship. It can only command 10 ships. So that's your battle force. You put the ship in your, in your flagship spot, and then you, you build a battle force. Your battle force then fights against the other guy's battle force. The other 90 ships that aren't involved, they sit there and don't do anything. Right. How much space did you have set up with all that well, stuff? I mean, well, it's all the fleet. That's all the fleet like spaces because you have fleet markers on the map so you have to have fleet areas like you have to basically have if there's 40 ships a fleet you want one fleet marker on the map and then you have to have space for that fleet marker that that's almost all yeah. of that was just those types of mar markers so, so it looks like it's bigger than this i think i mean usually when we're fighting in that game there's only like two or three battles going on so and what it basically comes down to is so your guys are fighting against the other guys guys and you fight back and forth and you you decide hey i want my battle intensity to be between one to eight i i pick one to four and then we add them together i'm picking a four you're picking a one now we're going to be a five so you reveal it you're five you roll some random variation on it that might move up one or two move it down one or two whatever it is then it just turns into a percentage. You add up the combat numbers on your your ships that you have in your battle force, and that's what you do to the other guy. That's it. And you just do that over and over and over. One guy says, 
I'm done. I can't take it anymore. Like you've been hammering me. Like I'm rolling ones. You're rolling sixes. Like I'm out. So the problem for, is that same. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. I was I was just gonna say. So this is an expansion to the to the base game that you guys have played for a year. If 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 someone was to get the base game and one expansion, would it be would it be this one or would it be one of the other ones? I like think it, Marine I think it would be this. Or, no, I think it would be this one because this one adds uh, basically a lot of advanced stuff and like being able to it's, like, it's kind of like stuff pick, is pretty cool. Yeah, and pick and choose what you want. And the idea that you can use ground forces, Marines. So if I was attacking now, currently, if I'm in a star base, I can fight and I shoot. And maybe if I have a mauler, like a ship that can do direct damage to a star base, I'll try to do that, which is basically a big spinal mount ship. Um, but if I have ground, in this combined arms gives me the rules for ground combat. So now I can have marine units. So I have basically landing ships that can, I can say this way, I've fucked up his, I've been fucking up his fleet. Now I'm going to launch a ground wave. It's kind of like D-Day. We're going to launch all these fucking ships with g factors on them which are marines and we're going to fucking try to just ram them in there and then try to feed marines in on his side too to to soak off those losses so it it just gives you there's it's when you just like jesus christ there's so much to the game but you can't do any of that if he's got a monitor if you put a <laughs> monitor in the system so it's like Whatever. It, that's cool. It's like bananas. Yeah. So, so like if you want a game there. that's going to be something that you can get absorbed into for like like months and years, like like for for, for I uh, bang for your buck. Definitely, yeah, fucking. Yeah. This is the game, right? Because yeah, you, you can year. buy the basic game and play it for years. Yeah. You never need anything else. And, the craving but i wanted the extensions and then you can fucking buy that like bring that in with all the counters it comes with all the counters and so it's the sweet spot for the number of players well like i said uh playing there can be problems because uh two players might be in heavy combat with each other that might take up to an hour all the other players have to wait at the end. So I think players just have to be like aware of what they're getting into and the fact that they're, or like, you know, if a guy doesn't want to come down and do his production, then it'll be in production for a while because we have to produce those ships. We can't just keep going because one player does isn't doing production. So, um, so we, at some point we up at this point, but get some good action. We got some good fighting. We wanted to give guys experience and how to fight at the con. And uh, but yeah, if you had to play it ideally, you'd play it one on one. Okay. Yeah. Me and Ralph. Oh. Me and Ralph just playing a gigantic every but Friday. Then the problem is, but then the problem is we have to know how all these fucking economies work and how all these different like it's it's one thing trying to figure out how the Lyrans have to upgrade all their ships it's another thing figuring out how the the uh, romulans uh use all their their modular vessels i remember all that shit so it's a commitment 
And if you're going to play, you have to realize that there's a lot of times you're not going to be playing. <laughs> That's fair. You're going to be doing something. That's fair. Yeah. Play, go play history maker baseball. So that's it. I dig it. And combined operations is one of like probably seven or eight supplements for the game. Holy but cow. It, but it's just like, but again, we haven't used any of these supplements. So that is cool, though, that you guys have gotten that much out of just the base. Oh, yeah. We're not even playing advanced rules. Yeah, that's, in, that's insane. We're playing basic rules. So, I mean, basically now I'm like looking at Ralph and I'm, I think I can take out your Hydran home system because I've moved so many heavy escorts into my Klingon Emperor's fleet that I think I can tank with you and win. But I'm not quite sure if we can last long enough. And so when we get to that point, I have to be like, uh, like there's a moment where I'm like, I keep pushing or and if I keep pushing, then it's going to be even more devastating. But on the same side, on the north side of my empire, I have my fleet staring at his his uh, Zen after we just raised his home sins. And uh, those fleets have been rebuilt now because I put I had the tent send tons of fleet repair docks up there. And they're all staring at those ships and they're like, they're ready to go. And I'm like, maybe it's I'm not going to try to take out your main system with your shipyards, but I am definitely going to devastate all the other planets in your home system. It's like us coming through and knocking out Mars Earth, because Earth has Earth's defenses are too strong. So, so that's the kind of stuff you look at. You're like, you me- you're constantly measuring numbers. So I like it. Stars. Oh, for combined? Yeah. Combined combined ops is ten stars because nice. it's great. good mustone. Good it's uh all of the uh I actually think all of the uh, uh suggestions here and, and and options that are available are good. If you're a federation uh you absolutely want combined operations to be part of your game. So um really good. And there's a bunch of uh scenarios in the back. No idea if they're any good, so whatever. <laughs> look at them and beers uh, for Ebony. Ugh. So <laughs> I, I or G and T's on on Ebony. Yeah, yeah. I would have said <laughs> I would have said six, but apparently it's probably two. Okay, that's fair. So our our critics would say two. We need to tone it down a bit. Fuck the, the Klingons. The, the Klingons need to relax. Let's let, let more Federation Empire game. Hey, but listen. Sometimes not, not when you're on vacation. It. It's okay to get shit face. Yeah, you know, dude, it was just a, the end of a stressful fucking period of time. So I get that's it. probably had more to do with it. So I uh, get it. Talk about Jeff. Nothing particular. You still awake? You good? Yeah. No, I'm great. Either of you have anything more? I think I'm good. Dave, did we lose you? I might have lost Dave. (laughs) 
You didn't get any pig stories. No, let's let's talk about pig stories. I have no idea what he wanted to hear. <laughs> we'll save it for the convention. I'm hoping to be there That's next probably year. Better. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta come to St. Louis. Yeah, I was there last year. This year it just didn't work out. I was in Las Vegas the week I think before or during and then Chicago last weekend. So another trip just wasn't in the cards. That's not a bad drive for me at all. Chicago? Well and I think Evil Jack's probably only Evil Jack's probably only three hours, but St. Louis is probably five hours. Okay. It wasn't bad. Five's just about right. Yeah, I tried to get up there. We the plan was to get up there Friday night and uh and my wife my wife doesn't like flying and our flight in was like turbulent almost the whole way so by the time we got on the ground again she was like yeah i don't want to do really anything so we just kind of crashed but next time i'm trying to get my daughter to go to college out there so that i can have an excuse to get out there in chicago mm-hmm. she's she's not up for it, but I'm still like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> what is it? Northwestern or Loyola or um, this, someone she plays volleyball with is going to Aurora, which is a kind of smaller private school. Sure, um, but they have a, I guess, decent volleyball team and a nursing program that my daughter could go to, but. Yeah, I just lost my microphone. I don't know what happened. Weird. <laughs> we, we were attacked by the Klingons. They couldn't handle the truth. That's right. AEW, baby. Yeah, that was weird. Like, it, like uh, I could not get on. I had to start it over again. Just trying to silence the message. <laughs> are, are you, Jason, are you recording this part or no? I am, yeah. Okay, all right. I think we're done, right? We got anything else? Anything else to talk about? I don't. I don't in particular. No. I don't have anything that needs to be said. I like to listen more than talk. <laughs> my my favorite li- type of listener, Jeff. You're my <laughs> you're my bestie. Yeah, right? No, I I do. A lot more listening than talking. I do all my talking at work. Well, I think everyone would benefit from that kind of strategy. All right. All right, boys. Well, that's it. Uh, great episode. And, uh, that's very good. That was a lot of fun. We'll I needed that. Hopefully, we see, we see you down in uh, Texas uh, for the October convention. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, Jason. This is, this is going to be your nightmare to uh, edit together. <laughs> I'll figure it out. There might be a gap. I dropped for a little bit, but. All right, uh, take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Good night. Yeah, see you later. Visit us at http colon slash slash bardgamegeek.com slash guild slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com. 